cookie. <laughs> now that we're recording it, perfect. Yeah, yeah you can get the crunch. Hello and welcome to... <laughs> oh, I should have kept that going. <laughs> I ain't editing any of that out. <laughs> welcome to the Rattle On Podcast. Woo! I am your host, Adam, with Alfred, who's currently eating a cookie. <laughs> Which is precisely why I started the podcast now, <laughs> just to laugh at this moment. <laughs> oh, of course. <laughs> Brilliant. Ah, so it's been a busy week. Mm. So busy. Oh, so busy. The busiest, yeah. busiest, busiest week that has been busy yeah. and very yeah. busy. It's, it's caused lots of scheduling changes, which has resulted in the tweet I just sent out being a lie. <laughs> oh, what did you tweet? That we would be recording tomorrow, but we're doing it today now. <laughs> yeah. Because when you told me that we were doing it tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, the well. tweet's not redundant. By the time I upload it, we might as well have recorded it tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, who cares? It's oh, happened now. Lots of things have happened, but... We should, this this week, so that we don't forget, is start with our Get to Know Us quiz, where we have a question. And Alfred, you came up with this question. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't quickly Google Get to Know You questions and find <laughs> a big list of great Get to Know You questions and just pick one off the list. Don't know what you're about. Came up with this in my own mind space. Yes. Which is like Mind Sweeper, but with less sweeping. Well, not in your case with the tidying you've had to do. <laughs> Adam, that's not. <laughs> yeah, James. No, I... <laughs> fuck, he doesn't listen to this. <laughs> well, he should. No, fuck Bastard. him. <laughs> oh, all the more reason to dislike him, though. <laughs> <laughs> Bloody hell. Uh, uh. Anyway, Alfred, what is the question? I don't know, I've forgotten. Well, I'm, I'm not looking at the thing. Oh, hang on, here it is. Oh, yes, yeah, a good question that I haven't even thought about in the slightest. Uh, oh, no, I've just thought about it, though. What game or movie universe would you like to live in? Yes, that, that is a very good question. I'm glad you I, approve. Yes. Answer it. I have, I've, had, I've had plenty of time to think about it now. <laughs> and uh. my answer is a simple one. It's the Dragon Ball universe. Dragon Ball Z. I have no, I have no bearings on that world. Fucking cat, well, chill out. He's having a fight <laughs> with a, a paper bag now. That's that's actually quite appropriate because it's about fighting. Ah, <laughs> oh, tied it all together. Well, well Dragon Ball uh, features, you know, it's martial arts based, and then they take, you know, everyone. It was about has... balls. Yeah, well, it's get... obviously the the world has the. Uh, Dragon Balls as well. There's the seven Dragon Balls, and you get them all together. You can have a wish that the dragon can. You can summon the dragon, and he grants a wish within he, his power, which is can he be a bad motherfucker dragon. Oh, he's m- fucking massive! It's great. You should watch it. It's Does he have a monocle and drink tea? 
No. It's no, not, he doesn't have it's those. It's not a bad motherfucker dragon, then. No, he's, but he's massive. Ah, massiveness does not indicate badassery. No, but it's, it's good. He's very powerful. Because mm. he's a gigantic dragon that grants wishes. So you can wish for anything you want if you can collect all of the Dragon Balls, which is cool. But more importantly, you know, everyone in that universe, even, you know, some of them become, it turns out, are aliens and whatever else. But even the humans have, you know, it's called ki, which is energy that you can that you can learn to control and use so you can... Not to be confused with the more popular chi. Yeah, but it's called ki in the program. Yeah. That, that's what they call it. It's called key. <laughs> that's that's I know. where I'm getting that from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, know, I know. I was, yeah. well, I was jesting can... about the show. Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. Adam. It's cool. I'm trying trying to get through it. <laughs> All right, go on. Yeah. So you can use that to... You can control that to, you know, learn to fly, basically, and stuff. Fuck, I want to fly. No, I don't want to fly. Yeah. I'm afraid of heights. Yeah, but when you're in complete control of it, mm. with, your, with your energy that you're using to, th- you know... Put your push yourself into the air. It's cool, and you can then you know fire out energy blasts and stuff, and yeah, it's just cool. And if you die, someone can wish you back to life with a dragon. <laughs> mm, that's pretty rad. <laughs> yeah, so it's a pretty good universe to to live in in that regard. Plus, you know, all of your kind of superhero dreams can become true through that sort of learning to control your energy stuff that. You know, most of the, you know, like I thought about a lot of universes, like, you know, like The Witcher. That's a brilliant right. universe to explore through the games, but... You fucking you last were, three minutes. Yeah, but if you were in that universe, you would die Immediately. pretty quickly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and none of us are mutated, like Geralt or whatever, to have an advantage, or mm. a, at least a fighting shot against most of the monsters, which would... I, see, no, I, su- right. I, su- I suppose you, you have a great advantage on, on your choices that humans in that universe have power. Yeah. That, regardless that, of anything. So, cause yeah. I, I was thinking about that because my follow-up question to this was going to be, well, all right, but what if you get to that universe and you're just you? Yeah, well, I've now, solved that one. <laughs> now, yeah, I know. Yeah. That's sake. perfect. Perfect. Yeah. We'll have to talk about something else then. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, it's good because, you know, everyone's inherently got that energy it's life energy whatever you know so it's just a case of then dedicating the time to mastering it so that i can fuck I mean, I, that's the... gonna be long though that's gonna take so well, long adam well it depends i can go train under one of the many masters that are there who are, haven't already been killed yes oh well, well. unkilled by a dragon <laughs> <laughs> yes you, you want to do it after they've been unkilled by the dragon or before they've been killed, but not in between. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's that's the way you want to do that. Yeah. yeah, I suppose, yeah. So if anyone's familiar with Dragon Ball or really look it up, you know, because it's cool universe. I don't want to. Well, you don't have to. I'm no, I won't. Well, I was telling the listeners that they can. Oh, they didn't Anyway, care. Alfred, oh, what, no. what universe do you want to live in? Oh! Don't know. <laughs> Not this one. <laughs> Not one that has James in it. <laughs> Oi, yeah, yeah. Not one with dirty dishes. <laughs> Look, he left. There was one in his room, right? 
There's a glass. There's about an inch of Coke in it. Coca-Cola. TM. <laughs> Get registered. Good, good clarification. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> how, how, how long do you think Coke has to be left before it starts growing mould? Well, I would have assumed it would have eaten through the glass before then. <laughs> Fucking, yeah. Fed mould on it. It's, mate. Oh, it's disgusting. It's vile. There's a cup. There's one of my mugs, right? It's one of my mugs. I like my mugs. Oh, that's fair. People and like mugs. Mugs are great. It's one of my yeah. mugs. I don't know who it was. Imra's girlfriend. I'm not sure. But... I, at first, I'll send you a picture of this later. I'll take a picture of it. You glance in this mug, it looks like, oh, it's like a tissue's been screwed up and just chucked in it, right? Yeah. Which is like, whatever, we've all done that from time to time. You can't yeah, be it's like, you're it's not a convenient near... place to put it. Yeah, There's yeah, not a bin, but exactly. not, just lying on the floor. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's like, whatever. That's, that's fair. So that's what I assumed it was. No, 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 no. It was the remains of what I think was a tortilla chicken wrap. They've been stuffed into this mug, right? Because I went, I went, I, went, I took it in the sink and I went to clear it out. And I thought, well, it's a bit, you know, it's a bit of tissue. I'll run some water and it will turn to mush and it will just drop out. No problem. That did not happen at all. I had to scrape it out, right? I had to scrape. Cat, stop jumping about like a nutter. It's my turn to be angry. <laughs> you get to be grumpy most of the time. You've got a very grumpy face. It's my turn, right? I started scraping out, there's bits of chicken in it. it Adam, it's fucking gross. <laughs> it's just, who the fuck lives like that? <laughs> People who eventually die from an infection it's caused by mold. Fucking <laughs> disgusting. <laughs> and my two pasta bowls were just like thin layers of greasy mold in it, right? Looked like one of them had gobbed in one of them. It's vile. So like fucking. <sighs> Fucks me off. There's nothing. <laughs> I can't stand. It. I'm not obsessively clean, right? Like, let it be known. My 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 growing up. I, I grew up. My mother was very messy, very very messy, right? Yeah. Like, but she wasn't dirty, <laughs> right? Yeah. The, like, there's the, a difference. The dishes were always clean. The bins were always empty, but messy. Yeah. Right? There's cl- it's called clutter. Where you it's clear. Lots, I'm, I'm lots a little bit messy, right? Places. Yeah, I'm a bit messy. My desk's a little bit messy. It's whatever, right? I'm not dirty. I hate dirty dishes. I hate dirty pans. I've got this really nice, I think it might be what would be considered at this point vintage, Le Creuset pan. If anyone knows anything about cookingware, that's a damn nice pan. I have absolutely no idea. They ain't that. cheap, right? And it was a gift. That I can imagine. It's a nice pan. It's a really nice Big cast iron, just it's a beast, right? I, I, I can appreciate a good pan. Oh, yeah. I, I just I don't know that specific one. Oh, no, it's all right, it's all right. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, it's, it's you know what I mean? It's, it's a nice pan. Yeah. So you treat that pan good. Like, you look after that pan, it'll be with you until you fucking die. That pan's going to outlive me. I'm telling you. Yeah, but my dad used I don't know what the fuck he tried to cook in it this morning. Actually, I know it wasn't this morning. It was midnight because that's when him and his girlfriend got up. I went to bed last night and they got up. And I was like, right. And they started cooking. I don't know what the fuck they were cooking. I don't know what their diet is right now. Like, as far as I can tell, they seem to be sustaining themselves on old El Paso kits and pot noodles. Uh, there's about six 
empty tins of Heinz cream of tomato soup in the recycling bag. It's like it. I'm I'm very concerned about the nutrition going on there. <laughs> I'm like James, this is not a healthy diet, mate. Bit bit worried about you. Because this is the thing, I moan. I love the boy. He's like a brother to me. I wouldn't have asked him to come live with me otherwise. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So I, he's very much. He, I, he's like a brother to me. And it's just and like as such annoys the shit out of me. And you. as such, yeah, he annoys the <laughs> fuck out of me. And it's because just, years of loving together. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I sort of wish I'd just lived on my own. <laughs> I liked living on my own. That was good yeah, well, you don't, you, you don't have to deal with any of the, that <laughs> sort of shit. Well, I don't like people. Yourself. You know this about me. I'm not big on people. Yeah, we we very much share the sentiment of people are shit. Yeah. For the most part. What was the question? What game of the universe would you most like to live in? Obviously not this one, so which one would you like to go well, to? Well, see, I'm a bit torn because um, part part of me... Is is running with the idea that basic idea that you ran with as well, which I was annoyed that you immediately ran with it because I thought <laughs> it would be the the twist on the question, which is that well, if I have to live in one where I'm just me, I don't know, because part of me was thinking initially I thought well Doctor Who universe seems pretty cool, like before it got shit, I was like <laughs> yeah, that'd be pretty cool, you know, like like then six sixty three to two thousand. 11. I was like, yeah, that'd be pretty cool, yeah. But I don't know what I'd be doing there. I'd probably just be a useless part of the TARDIS if I just suddenly got absorbed into the universe. But I think... Yeah, just, on, just cannon fodder for the Daleks. Yeah, on a, on, a more, on a more practical level. Because it's like, I'm not going to be... Obviously, I'm not going to be the Doctor. Like, we all want that to be that when we think of that scenario, but that's not going to be it. I'm not... And I'm not... I'm nowhere near either shit enough or cool enough to be a companion. <laughs> it's like, do you know what I mean? It's like I'm not thick enough to just get dragged along the, for the journey, and I'm not cool enough to spring along anyway. So yeah. it's just like I'd just be there. I'd probably just, I'd probably get killed just by running into the doctor. Yeah, She'd, you'd get killed because you'd be spending the entire time going, "What are you doing, doctor? Why are you doing that?" No, I see. Well, no, because if I'm me in the universe, as you are, you in your universe, then I'm just going to be there going, oh, "Yeah." And so we don't need that. So I'm, this I'm, is the bit where we the, the enemy comes in and we all escape. <laughs> ah! yeah, and then I just die and I get yeah. fucking mulched by a shit Cyberman <laughs> or something. So I'm probably going to go with like the Star Wars universe. <laughs> but I'm going to go with the now defunct canon version, the the old Republic universe, the Knights of the Old Republic era. So that's Legends now. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm just going to be just like, no, wait, fuck, that doesn't count, does it? Yes, it does. It was a game. Ha ha. But because if I'm just going to be me, then that's all right. I chill out on Corazon. I'll go about, chat shit, play whatever the equivalent of a guitar is in the Star Wars universe. <laughs> Start my own cantina band. <laughs> Get that daily grind, you know what I mean? Maybe it turns, see, this is the thing. We don't know in this universe, but maybe in that universe, it turns out I'm one with the force. Or maybe it turns out I'm a sick shot with a fucking blaster. And, you know, I was going to be... A... that the force is with you. <laughs> oh, maybe. Maybe. Uh, that's that's where I thought you were going with that, Lane. <laughs> no. Uh, but yeah, no, I don't know. You know, that's the problem. I don't know. Maybe, maybe, 
maybe in that universe, given starships and their existence, maybe I'm, my my fear of heights would leave me, and it turns out I'm an all right pilot, and I'll just go and like mm. I'll well, jump well, about, go on adventures. Probably no, not. The thing about space is, is there's no up or down, so you're that, not exactly, <laughs> exactly. You're just in space. Yeah, that, that, that would work. I think the the other kind of universe that I think would work for if you're going there and just being you would be like Pokemon. Because no, I don't just... like the Pokemon universe. No, but it works in the well. You could go there and collect your own Pokemon and just take part in that world. I feel like the Star Trek universe would be cool. Yeah, you could do that in Star that Trek could, as that, well. That could be cool. Go uh, what about be what on a starship. Good. See, wow, what else is good? Unnamed red shirt. <laughs> Unnamed red shirt. <laughs> Don't go on any landing parties. <laughs> Unknown science officer just stood at the back going, all right. Ooh, that looks interesting. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, you're not wrong. <laughs> uh, what else is good? <laughs> what else is good? <laughs> that should be a good universe. Well, I can tell you what else is good. Oh, the, the latest episode of Star Trek Discovery. Well, episode nine. Yeah. I haven't watched it. Uh, we can't. I know. We can't catch up if you haven't watched I it. No, I, I started the other night. Uh. I started like, yeah, the other night. And I just, I couldn't get into it. I wasn't in the right mindset. I was distracted. And I yeah, just couldn't yeah, sit down and watch fair. it. And then I found out it's the mid-series pause. And it's not back until January. And I got really fucked off. Well, at least so now I sort of don't want to watch it until January. <laughs> <laughs> we have to watch it. Okay, <laughs> I'll watch, watch it for it. next week. I'll watch it for next week. Yeah, well, we'll do our catch-up then. Because then we'll but let other people watch it. it. Yeah. But uh, listeners, you know your homework. Make sure you're caught up on that, because we're going to talk about you it a lot. Fucking get on it, mate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Well then, if we're just going to move on, we can go back to something else you've mentioned, the Doctor Who. I like that. Yeah. It's, it's, the new costume has been revealed. Yeah. Uh, for Jodie Whittaker. She's wearing clothes. Yes. <laughs> but not quite enough. <laughs> she needs a scarf. No, no, she needs the final oh, quarter yeah, you're, of her trousers. You, you, you don't like her trousers. I don't like three quarter lengths. <laughs> no, I don't like. I, just, I don't like shorts. I don't, I, I, yeah, no, yeah. If you can wear I trousers, I wear trousers. I don't particularly like wearing shorts, but I mean, I'm she, very she, much. She of, wears them well. I'm very much of the. You either have full length or you have shorts. You don't have weird in between, yeah. just above the ankle cut, as if they're too fucking short for you. Mm. That just that just no. I th- I think I think that was I, th- I think potentially that was a choice so that when she ends up inevitably as the Doctor does back in like nineteenth century London, there'll there'll be a joke about how people can see her ankles. <sighs> I <laughs> seriously think that might be one of the reasons behind that the choice of trousers. If that is the only reason. I hope they get oh, it. Oh, so they look the good. First episode. <laughs> she looks good. She looks all right. It's nice. Yeah, I like it's one of those. I, I like everything else about them. Like a the boot. I like her boots. I like good boots. Yeah. Though. I'm a big fan yeah. of boots. I, I like the color of the trousers and uh, the boots. whole thing works together. It's just the three quarter lengths yeah. that annoy the shit. I just yeah. I just feel like there's just some. There's a little yeah. bit. There's just a little bit missing. 
Yeah, and I d- when I say a scarf, <laughs> f- when I say a scarf, I don't mean like Tom Baker's scarf, which for the record would probably look great anyway. But I just, just like just something a little bit sort of I don't know. This is something personally. If I was a costume designer looking at it, I feel like there is just an element that is absent. But I can't quite. But I'm saying scarf, but it might not be a scarf. I don't know. Yeah, Maybe yeah. I'm not used to seeing the Doctor not wearing a shirt anymore. <laughs> We've had three Doctors in a row who have all worn shirts. Yeah, they've, they've been suited and booted. With vari- varying levels of ties. Yeah. Mm. Mm. And sunglasses. <laughs> and and sunglasses, yeah. <laughs> no, I don't know. I shitty think, sunglasses. I, think, I, I can't remember what podcast I was listening to. And they, they were talking about her, her costume. And sort of, they're like, doesn't it look like they're trying to look cool? Ooh. And someone someone pointed out that sort of, at this point, 13 Doctors in, we sort of run out of outfits for the Doctor. Yeah. Well, you know, it's, it's, like, it's, like, it's like the Doctor traditionally sort of always has been a bit quirky on the, the look front, costume-wise. And it's yeah, just sort they, of they, like... They've all had a quirk. Yeah. Ken had his trainers... Smith had his well, tie. I know what it was. I know what it was. Someone said it's sort of she looks very cool, but she looks like she's been the, the the costume has been designed by someone who thinks that's what modern cool chic is. Do you know what I mean? Like it's it's still it's sort of maintaining that almost sort of Matt Smithish sort of mild hipster look. She's got a she's got a um, braces on. It's got the big coat with a funky collar, and it's just you know, it's a little, it's a little bit different, but it's still hip, you know. And it's just sort of like someone pointed out that ever since David Tennant left the show, the show's been desperately trying to keep the Doctor cool. Yeah, when the Doctor had never been cool until he was David Tennant, <laughs> I'd always oh, been just a weird oddball kind of crazy weird character, and it was like, and then there was like. You remember, like, Matt Smith had that fez, and he was like, fezzes are cool. It's like, no, no, really not. Calm down. And it's just like, there's been a weird overt effort to make the Doctor cool. And it's like, the Doctor doesn't have to be cool. The Doctor's the, meant to be the, fucking weird. The, the Doctor's cool because they're the Doctor. Yeah. <laughs> the, rather yeah. than any particular thing making them cool. Yeah, I mean, you remember there's that episode of Peter Capaldi in his second series where the episode starts with him coming in on top of a tank, playing the guitar. <laughs> and it's like, ooh, and that definitely felt like the writers sat around going, well, what's cool? Tanks are cool. What's that, what else is cool? Oh, guitars. Peter plays the guitar, doesn't he? Oh, yeah, he does. Oh, guitars are cool. But let's get him a weird guitar that's an odd shape and doesn't look like a... No- yeah, it's like a space... Gu- it's like... <sighs> Yeah, I, I realised what it was. You know where Peter's... We've talked about the misstep with number 12 many many a time on and off like, podcasts. Like, like his number being wrong. Like his number being wrong. Yeah, but whatever. <laughs> Jodie's, Jodie's is wrong. We counted it. She's meant to be number 15. <laughs> yeah, they've all been wrong. Yeah. All this ever time. since... Um, ever, the ever war s- doctor. Yeah, ever since he was introduced and fucked everything up, but also ever since David Tennant half-regenerated that one time. Yeah. That, 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 apparently, the... apparently that counted, that time yeah. he got shot by a Dalek. Um, yeah, and used uh, his hand. <laughs> no, yeah, that's it, yeah. yeah. And yeah. then 
Yeah, yeah. Apparently that counted. No one, no one mentioned that that counted until later. But um, yeah. Um, but so I, I realise what it is. Peter's doctor should have been mean. And he yeah. and he and he wasn't mean. He was grumpy, and he should have been hardcore old school first doctor, just mean, not cruel. Because there were there were moments like we've talked about episode seven in his first series, the caretaker, where he's just straight up cruel to a child. <laughs> he stands. Yeah. He tells the child that she's nothing and she's worthless. She's a speck of dust in the great scheme of the universe. And it's like, ear up, the Doctor would never say that to anyone, regardless of regenerate. Even like the first Doctor, and he was a grumpy git, like, he'd never say that to anyone. It's like, yeah. that's, that's, that's a gross misstep in the personality of the Doctor. But he should have just been mean. Like, I love, yeah. there's, there's that great there's that great little... This is the thing. We talk about the writing on the show and, with Peter and, like, you know, Moffat and the last few series of Matt and then Peter, but the, the writing took a turn. But no, number 12 got some great monologues. Like, he got some great bits of dialogue to whip off at people when he's when he's doing his I'm the Doctor talk. And like in his first episode, at the end of the first episode, when he when he comes down, he's like, "Look, I'm the Doctor. I'm two thousand years old. I ain't got time for your shit, Clara." And he's like, "I'm not your boyfriend." And it's like, "It's a good line." And it's sort of it's a bit harsh. And then it and then it turns though, because she's like, "I never thought you were," and he's like, oh, "I never said it was your mistake." And it's like, "Oh, yeah. it's a nice little just." And it, that that's what it is. So I'm I'm wondering. I'm hoping. That our dear Chris Chibnall has figured out what Jodie's doctor is meant to be, and I'm I'm, very, I'm deeply curious to know what she is. Yeah, well, the the single mistake that he can make is what Moffat did with Capaldi's doctor, which yeah. is le- leave too many doors open mm. too long, rather than the, I, pick, I think, pick their path with them. Let me I'll tie it back into the costume. The thing is, because with Peter's costume, it was a stern, clean cut costume. He had the crisp white shirt. That was nicely pressed. He had the very nice, the waistcoat, the coat that flowed and folded as the doctor wanted, and his you know the, the jeans that looked very smart, and his very sturdy boots, his Doc Martins or whatever they were. You know, he's like he was a doctor, sort of almost menacing look. They they make the joke that he looks a bit like a magician, but I always, I always quite liked Peter's look in the show. Yeah, but like, the eyebrows. Yeah, the yeah, angry but like, eyebrows. <laughs> yeah, and he has that kind of stern, like mean. He looks mean, doesn't he? He's like how he should have been the personality of the Doctor of that Doctor. He looked that stern, and then Matt's was a bit kind of quirky and a bit weird. And it's like well, he's got these skinny jeans on and these big boots, and he's running about in a nineteen sixties tweed jacket and a bow tie. And look at his hair, and it's like he was kind of ridiculous on the outside and the inside. Yeah, but in the in best way his, possible. In, in, in his Sonic screwdriver with the sticky out bits. Yeah. Pop out. <laughs> it remains my favourite Sonic. Yeah. Because um, it has personality. It has, yeah. Sonic it's have. great. Um, and, then, and then David's as well. is like, it's a suit, which kind of says he's a bit business, but it's all crumpled and creased, and it hasn't seen an iron ever. And his, yeah. his top button's never done up, and the tie's never on properly, and he's wearing Converse... In the sand shoes, as they're always referred to, because they weren't yeah. allowed to say Converse, but they, they are Converse shoes, canvas shoes. But, um, you know, it's like it screams sort of just not rebellious, but just kind of not even out there. It's just, just sort of fun almost. It's like business casual. 
you know, and it's like, hey, we're doing the serious stuff, but we're having fun. And then, you know, you look at Chris's and he had the leather jacket and he was a war-torn doctor who's straight out of battle. And that was reflected in his character yeah. and his costume. Yeah. And so it's very what... much kind of PC PTSD almost. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And it's like, and Jodie's costume, I'm, I don't, I'm not getting a read off of it at the moment. If you know what I mean? Obvi- obviously, yeah. those sort of things, it, as soon as we see her in action, it's like, we're going to understand, we're going to know. But you see how it it tweaks along the way as well. Yeah, because it never stays completely static. The costume I, I, yeah, it always well, evolves slightly. Yeah, no, not anymore. Not on. anymore, isn't it? I mean, I, I remember Matt's last series when they they completely changed his outfit to that sort of. What color was his last suit? Was it purple or was it brown? Because it was like a purple grey tweed. His like his final uh, outfit, but. I remember seeing it behind the scenes with the costume designer. I can't remember what his name is. Great guy. Does a lot of great work on the show. And he's he's like, he's like, yeah, I was having a conversation with uh, with, with Stephen and some of the guys in, in the office. And I was talking, we were talking about the costume and it never occurred to me that we could change it. <laughs> so, well, well, no, but I understand. No, but I understand what he means. Yeah. It's like every single doctor that has come, they've shown up. They get their their first costume, and then that's what they have for four years or whatever yeah. for the duration of the show. You know what I mean? I think Tom yeah. Baker jumped about with different uh, coats and scarves yeah. and hats and stuff a lot. Like, I always remember, he, I I always remember him wear with with that red crushed velvet coat, that quite long one, but um, and his hat. I, I always remember that one. But then like. David had a couple of different suits, but they're they're all very much the same vein, you know. Yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking. Yeah, it it there's a little bit of the little, just the little, the, yeah, the, the same thing. Where, you know, as you say, it's a different suit, but it's still crumpled and yeah, complete with a different color shoe. Actually, you know, <laughs> what, I stuff, don't think his like I don't think his dark blue one was as crumpled as the others. No, possibly not. But it might have been the colour. It, it still maintains the same kind of yeah. basic yeah. structure, but it'll evolve slightly as it goes along. Yeah, I'm, I'm curious yeah. to see how how that works. I, I uh, think I know what I'm hoping for: <laughs> longer trousers. <laughs> yes. Well, I think I think you remember her reveal video, um, where she's wearing in that she's got that big blue coat on, a skinny jeans, the 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 sort of the black boots as opposed to the brown ones, and a I think she's got like a black hoodie on as well. Yeah, right. yeah. I think that might show up. I think that might be. I think she might have a few different costumes. I think that would be the transitional one. You may, maybe, yeah. Because I changed I, out of Capaldi stuff and then yeah into that. Yeah, I suppose into I, into that to begin with, and then she'll transition into the the proper costume. Yeah, I tell you when, what. One of my thing, my thinking as is the Doctor. One, one of my thinking is, is is sort of the Doctor's costumes as sort of daft as they have been sometimes. They've always been quite practical. Yeah, like sort of they suit any environment that it ends up in. You can end up in on the side of a mountain and it's snowing and it's like it's for some reason the look still works. Or it can end up on a beach and for some reason the look still works. Whereas with, with Jodie's, at least right now, from what we've seen of it, it's mainly the three quarter lengths. I'm yeah. thinking I wouldn't want to show up on a mountain in those. No, but the boots are very good though, hundred percent on the boot and I like a coat. Yeah, as I said, I like I like the rest of it. I'm it's dead. literally that that length think. problem. <laughs> That's yeah. the one thing tripping me up, but it's the Ooh. only thing I'll focus Did on. Did <laughs> you see the tweaks to the TARDIS exterior? 
No, I didn't really pay attention. They, ha- they have, well, first of all, it's noticeably smaller. <laughs> <laughs> it's not really. It's just, she's, it's further away. It's a joke. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I, you know, I've not even paid that look much at, attention that I would have noticed that. <laughs> if you look at the picture, you're going to go, oh, yeah. Because one of the, the running joke on Twitter was that first first run of misogyny on the new Doctor Who is they've given she turns into a woman they've given her a smaller TARDIS. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was one of the jokes. No, but um, they've changed the, the 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 top of the box, the sign, police public call box. It's slightly tweaked. That's a bit different. I think it's more in line with late sixties boxes. And on the front, the the sign on the front that is up until this point, well, up, I don't think it has been since maybe the first or second Doctor, but it's always been white with the writing on it. It's now black. It's inverse, so it's black with white writing on it. And, it, the, mm. co- and the colour's a little bit different. And I notice yeah. these things. It's important. Yeah. Also, the light shining through the, the, the windows is quite bright, so I think she has quite a, 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 a I'm going to say, happier... TARDIS interior than what we've had for the past few years. Yeah, Brighton. Well, I hope it's a bit more like Matt's first TARDIS, which is still my favourite TARDIS interior to this day. Yeah, I, I we, love we this bit one. more mad than kind of cobbled. Yeah, and just it's, and there's lighting in it. Yeah, it's why why was his, the TARDIS he had after that, and then what became Peter's, which got tweaked uh, barely. By the way, I think he got bookshelves. That was what changed when Peter's Doctor came on. Uh, I was, again, it's that first episode. Clara goes in. She's like, "You redecorated." I'm like, "Has he?" <laughs> I was uh, like, yeah, he what the fuck's to, different? To clean. Oh, he changed. Yeah. He changed the color of the lights in the time rotor. They're yellow now. They're not blue. But like, there's no lighting in those Tardises. No, it's too clean and tidy, and the the whole point of the TARDIS is grim. He's, yeah, he's he's you know crashed it, it about a bit. And, yeah. You know, he's keeping it running on spare bits and pieces yeah. as he flies about the place. I, th- I, it, think, I think it think regularly what... goes bang a lot and flies about. Yeah, <laughs> and he doesn't fly it very well because there's supposed to be what six people flying yeah. the thing, and there's just him. Yeah, and then and Peter, goes, so Peter it's, it's supplied it without any issue. Yeah, never explain that one. It's just supposed to be a bit of a crazy, weird mess. Yeah, <laughs> because what well, he stole? I, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's not, he stole it it's from not a repair look, shop. Yeah, it's not supposed to look like it's factory fresh, like it's yeah. just rolled off a production line, which I, is what it's. Yeah, I, I think like. I, th- I think one of the things that um, came along with new oh, came along with new who. In 2005, was that the the idea that the the TARDIS interior reflects the Doctor that's piloting it? Yeah, which, so, which is fine. Yeah, because I mean, up until I think reasonably maybe Sylvester McCoy or is Jen having fun back there. Was she watching? She keeps laughing. Oh, uh, she's playing games. She's in a oh, different room. <laughs> I I can hear her. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, well, that, that's not good for the recording. <laughs> but. Uh, <laughs> I hope they can hear her, or else I'm going to sound like a maniac. <laughs> but um, I think I think what, what, what was on about? Up, I think up until like Sylvester McCoy or Paul McGann's TARDIS, they'd all been that clean white look. Yeah, you know, and it's like and that was sort of it. And then I, I Paul McGann's TARDIS is the one that I remember being kind of wild and crazy, and it was huge. But that's because they had a much bigger budget to do that one with. 
but I love yeah. that TARDIS. That's a great TARDIS. It's quite dark as well, though. More lighting. Lighting in TARDISes. <laughs> yeah, I just, I just like the... It, it seems to fit better with everything we know about the TARDIS when it looks a bit mm. crazy and cobbled together, like he's been just collecting random bits and pieces of, you know, co- you know, metal levers and knobs and wires and shit from just wherever he happens to be and using that to keep the thing running rather than it, as I say, looking like it's just rolled out of a factory. Shall we devise some head cannon for, ourself, for ourselves to justify the cleanliness of the modern TARDISes? What if, yeah, one of my all-time favourite episodes of the show, The Doctor's Wife, Matt's second series, written by Neil Gaiman, great episode, um, when they end up in that pocket dimension on the planet known as House, and the, there's, the, there's the spare parts people, and the TARDIS. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, great episode, love that episode. Yeah. You know how that planet is basically just covered in deceased TARDISes? Yeah. Tardi. It's the plural for TARDIS. I would I would have said TARDISes, but mm. Tardi. You know, TARDIS <laughs> with an apostrophe at the end. Yeah. TARDISes. Um what 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 if headcanon? What if when 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 the TARDIS was there, granted I'm already picking apart my idea here in my head, so <laughs> but um literally as it's forming, it's falling yeah. apart. <laughs> what, what if maybe she picked up some bits and she was like, Oh, there we go. And so she could have more actual TARDIS bitses and thus could be cleaner and not so cobbled together. But even then, even then, like Matt's first TARDIS, like it looks cobbled together, like there's weird bits, like there's a bike pump in it and there's there's a typewriter and it's all sort of thrown together mash of stuff. But it's a very clean TARDIS. Like it's not jankily put together it's like it's it's, just like oh that's random it's put together well because he knows what he's doing for the most part i just mean like all of the bits and pieces that are used to put it together are taken from yeah yeah yeah, random places on his travels as he needs to fix stuff yeah i'm with you which is why you would think uh, why else would you put all these daft things in it like the bicycle pump i I, I always thought that um with the idea of that of the, of the TARDIS interior coming out like that was because of the damaged chameleon circuit. So it's accidentally disguising itself on the inside. That's why stuff ends up looking like a typewriter or a bike pump or, a, you know, or whatever. I was, I was like, that. there you go. There's the head cannon. Yeah, well, that, maybe that she, well. maybe, maybe, over, maybe over the past thousand years, she sort of figured it out a bit. <laughs> yeah, that's the part I do forget as well, especially with Moffat is. The the jumps in between the where the episodes where mm. you see the doctor for the doctor can be quite big. Yeah. Where you go, well, well it's just an episode. I think of episodes going kinda almost week to week or day by day mm. in a series like that. And, what, you, and then he goes, uh, How how long has it been for you? And you know like, And he's like, Oh, four hundred years? Yeah, it's it's been a while, yeah. <laughs> just been I've been busy, you know. What's he been doing? <laughs> like all that fucking time. He's always doing something. Always yeah, doing something. 
what can the Doctor have been doing for 400 well, years that well, wouldn't no, be interesting to well, show in an episode? Well, you know, well, this is the thing. This is the thing. It's, 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 as you know, I know you know because we've talked about it before, but um, the, the, the golden rule of storytelling is show or tell, depending on the format, people the most interesting part of your character's lives. Yeah. And it's like, there's a very good, there's a very good chance that he's, he's, he's not always running. Cause it's like, you know, with, with Matt's first series when, and even, I, I point to Matt's first series specifically just cause that's the one that I remember it happening in, in, in the most when we, you know, the, the beer bit between episodes and then Rory and Amy or whatever would be talking about how, uh, Oh, do you remember when we did this? Do you remember when that happened or this or that? Or, oh, Doctor, you told us about that. And we're sat as an audience going, when did that happen? That, oh, happened off screen. Okay. They've been having more adventures than these 13 we're watching. And it's like, yeah, you know, which is okay. The unfortunate thing is Moffat ended up using that, th- those gaps in the storytelling to formulate the bonds between the characters. See yeah, the Doctor just... and Clara. I just fucked all it's like get three episodes later it's like oh they're great mates now they're best of friends it's like excuse you it's like yeah she knows all about the time lords and the time war and what he did and blah and this and that and it's like uh could we have seen some of that no it's like you don't want to hear it you've, you've heard it all before yeah but she hasn't heard it and it's usually been years <laughs> yeah. since we saw events and stuff like it's, it's like it's, it's, it's regardless because it's like I was brainstorming about how I would re if if I was writing the shows, how would I reintroduce some of my favourite characters? Right, because like I've always wanted to see Captain Jack show up for an episode, which by the way he's only ever been in like three episodes of the show. Actually, <laughs> he's in like I think four episodes of Doctor Who in total. Yeah. Um. But but testament to Russell T Davis, he's a very well written character, and everything, all the scenes involving him are so well done that you end up with an attachment to that character and we understand him and his motivations and where he's come from and where he's been and where he's going. And then also he had a cracking spin-off series that I think most people enjoyed. Um, but yeah, regardless, just in Doctor Who proper, it's like he's only in four episodes, but he's really well written and he's a fan favorite character. And I was like, wow, how would we bring him back in? I'd love to have, of course they must run into each other again. They have to. And while John Barrowman is... I was going to say still about. He's not even that old. <laughs> Fucking awful <laughs> thing to say. But you know what I mean? I think... I, it's well documented he's well up for it. Like, yeah. he's been he's asked loads of times. They're like, would you ever come back to the show? He's like, yeah. Just tell me Just tell me when. Yeah. It's like, Captain Jack's back? All right, sure. Let's go. So it's like, we know he's happy to come back. So it's like, I'm, you know, I'm thinking about how, how do I have him back? And I'd love to see, like, Mickey and Martha show up again like i'd love to see an episode where maybe the doctor runs into all three of them but a little bit separately so he bumps into jack they split up for a bit then he bumps into martha right he she whatever fucking incarnation of the doctor we're having we don't know but um and it's just like i wouldn't mind having a repeat conversation because the obvious thing question from those former companions is going to be is where the fuck have you been what happened last time i saw you x how long has it been? Uh, 3,000 years. It's like, you, you what? 3,000 years? Yeah, I wouldn't mind hearing the conversation again. Granted, it's going to be a one-sided thing because the Doctor's going to be giving the same answers. But I, as a viewer, as a fan, 
I, I'm, I'm more than happy to hear like those characters have that conversation again. And it's like, yeah. so it's, it's why I was so annoyed. I was like, I don't mind listening to the Doctor. All they have to do is, and people would moan about it, and I'm sure I'd be one of them who would moan about it. You do it exactly the same way you did it when Martha was introduced in her, in her second episode. And right at the end of that episode, Gridlock, the Doctor and Martha, well, she makes him sit down with her. She like she refuses to go back into the TARDIS until the Doctor fucking tells her something about himself, what the deal is. Yeah. You know, and it's like, and th- that, that episode ends with the Doctor sitting down and telling her about Gallifrey, and we assume giving her the rundown of him, of who he is for the most part, right? And the yeah. camera pulls out and it cuts to the credits, and that's the end of the episode. That's all you have to do. Yeah, you can... You can cut away from it so you don't have to... Start the conversation, let, make us, the audience, aware of the fact the conversation is happening, and then, you know, depending on where you do it, you cut to a different scene, you yeah. put it at the end of the episode, do whatever. All you have to do is make us aware of the fact that the conversation is happening, and we'll fill in the gaps. Right, yeah. but that was yeah, a misstep. some credit, you fuckers. The, yeah, the, doc- <laughs> the Doctor and Clara, nothing, never had that talk. And it was like, and there was just this sudden bond between the two of them for no real reason. And I know people were, well, it's, you know, she was through his time stream, and they kind of cross paths a couple of times, and it's like they're kindred spirits, and blah 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 blah. blah, blah. Fuck off, yeah. none of that they, shit, they, mate. They, cro- they crossed paths a couple of times, and that's why the doctor was interested. Yeah, he, she's the impossible girl. She is yeah. a mystery. He needs yeah. to know what the, the deal is. The, the puzzle he doesn't know the answer to yet. Yeah, that he wants to know the answer to. But uh, you, just, you, do, yeah. you do need much more than that. Much, yeah. much more. But do you know what, Alfred? Do you know what we're getting more of? I want to talk more about Doctor Who. You will have plenty of time to talk more about that, don't worry. But we're getting more Ooh. Star Wars. Ooh. Yeah, baby, tell me more. Yeah, but Disney have announced a new Star Wars trilogy to be held by... Ryan Johnston. Ryan. Oh, Ryan. That's <laughs> spelt wrong. <then. laughs> Ryan, Ryan Johnston. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that guy, the director of The Last Jedi that's coming out. In Fuck, he's a good director. <sighs> well, we'll see in a month, won't we? <laughs> How good he is at Star Wars. I'm assuming but, very, because the film's not out yet, and no one's seen it, and Disney are like, yeah, you can have a franchise. Yeah, so Take this. it's a big vote of confidence in him for a start, that's true. He's a yeah. very good director. Yeah, I'm not doubting that. I you don't... just haven't seen anything else he's done, have you? Uh, what, what is it that he's done? Looper. Watch that, enjoyed it. That's the one uh, with Bruce Willis and... Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Uh, yes. That he guy. did, yeah. He did... Basically, what are, in my opinion, three of the best episodes of Breaking Bad. Um, I any of that. Fuck, what a show. Um, he did a film called Brick, which is something I watched a long time ago. And this is before I, I knew of him. And it's another, it's got Jason Gordon-Levitt in it as well. And I can't fucking remember a thing about it. Um, oh, sorry, that happens with some things. But I, remember it, I remember it being a bit weird, but I enjoyed it. Um, yeah. And then he's also... Like, he doesn't have many credits to his name, 
but the ones that he does are fucking good because he knows what he's doing, mate. I'm not not doubting his ability. But fucking better not. We'll have words. It certainly seems a it's a bold move by Disney to one announce this trilogy when we're only halfway through mm. or almost halfway through the current one. Episode nine isn't even filming yet. <laughs> Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, we haven't seen the you know the middle film yet, so we're yeah. almost halfway <laughs> through the trilogy. Yeah, no, my point and there is that episode eight is done, so we are you know it's like they're like we're doing a new trilogy. You haven't finished this one yet. Yeah. No, you're not even started finishing this one yet. I think that's mainly because they have to rewrite the script to account for the loss of Carrie Fisher, though. Yeah, no. Yeah. Oh, now I'm sad. This is regardless of that. You know, with it's bold to announce the new one and to say that he's going to be the one in charge of it when the film that he's directed for Star Wars hasn't came out yet. Yeah, but it's so, going to be good. Yeah, well, we're fucking assuming, better be good. We're we're assuming it's going to be good. We we like Star Wars. We hope it's good. So far, we haven't seen anything to cause great alarm that it won't be. So I've got fairly good confidence that it will be good. But it's just a bold move. And a somewhat annoying move. Yeah. Why? Already, already talking about another freaking trilogy. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I, I think it's not going to yeah. be a main trilogy, though. No, 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 We can't speculate about any of that yet. <laughs> it's not speculation. I think they've talked about it. It's not going to be 10, 11, 12. It's going to be a separate trilogy of films. I've heard rumblings that potentially it might tackle what is legends now, but like Knights of the Old Republic era stuff, potentially. I assumed that was just the wishful thinking turned gossip. Oh, no, I thought I've I've heard things. From the few places places I've seen that mentioned, it's just looked like, well, that's what people would like. As that's a potential thing that people would like them to do. Mm. I just my worry with stuff like this is that you know you're inevitably going to cause a bit of pushback from people when you're going overboard with it. You know, mm. it's, it's a franchise that a lot of people love far too much <laughs> for in some cases, but in quite a lot in a lot of people's cases, you know. So people start to worry a bit that they'll just run it into the ground and ruin it you know like what Activision does <laughs> with their pro- well, th- with I their games and a lot I, th- of I think I think the handy thing in this situation is and given the the sheer amount of content that exists in this day and age is that so sort of if you do get burnt out on it like largely you've only got yourself to blame because at the end of the day they're gonna make it right not, not, not a lot we could do about it. At least not now. So like they will make these movies, right? And it's like you don't have to go and watch them. No, but not, not when they come out. Go, yeah. If you're like, yeah, I'm not feeling it this year. It's like that's all right, fine. It's like the people who want to go watch them will watch them. People who don't won't. And then you'll get to them when you get to them, or you won't. You know. But it's like, I, think, I think that's that's the thing. It's like people talking about. You talk about Activision, like people going on about Call of Duty and stuff. People are a bit burnt out on it. So, like, 
someone goes to me, oh, what do you think? I was like, I don't know, I don't give a shit. I stopped playing Call of Duty years ago. So I can't get burnt out on it anymore. It's like Marvel films. I'm not getting burnt out on those, mainly because, A, they're very good and I don't want to. No, no, it's just... I know what you mean, yeah. though. I get, don't get it's... me wrong, I get you, I get you. Yeah. It's a combination of... I almost want them to have, you know, a little bit of a break. Just to let the, you know, the, the trilogy and the, the anthology films that they're making kind of settle mm. a bit and put a wee bit of distance between them and then we can sit and kind of look back at them and go, right, what worked well with those? What, what? did not work it... so well? What what can yeah. we do? And then the next set of films that can improve upon what we did before and to get it right. Oh, know, because as jo- George Lucas things, proved though, that, yeah, yeah, no, that, that it's yeah. not it's not a, it's not easy to recreate the you know the magical thing if you misplace what made them great in the mm. first place. It's easy to focus in on the wrong thing and go in a whole hog on it and really really piss off a lot of people. <laughs> yeah. And the danger when you do that is that people get burned by it not burnt out but burned by it go well that was dreadful i didn't like that then they don't go to see the next one and wait for it to appear on netflix or whatever and then inevitably you just forget about it you never get around to it and then the franchise slowly dies off and And then it comes back 30 years later yeah then you get kind of deprived of potentially in your own mind all the potential great films that and stories that could mm. be told in a universe like star wars and that's where there's just a little bit of well then would it comfort y- you adam if i remind if i remind you may i remind <laughs> you but there's no timeline on these no but they've really said ah, oh, ryan johnson yeah he's gonna do i think we're, we're gonna yeah we're gonna get him to do the next ones it's like for all we know they're gonna go but we're not gonna start until like 10 years from now so we've I booked would, him I in be I would be pleased if they did that. <laughs> I would be very pleased if they did that. But without putting a date or anything on it, it just sounds like they're going to kind of pick up where they've left off quite quickly. Yeah, but I, I think I think for the most part, it is it is pr- not certain, but it's pretty clear that it's not going to be like like I said, ten nine uh, Skywalker 10, 10, saga. Yeah, I think, call I think that's that's done. With episode nine, you would think. I think. Well, we think it is, depending on yeah. possible rele- re- revelations that come in episode eight or nine. <laughs> For yeah. all we know, I, it is but, one of those things. It's it's difficult because Star Wars is such a massive universe that there's so mm. much to explore. That you know has been done in some of the you know extended universe stuff with the books with some stories and things, most of which is now legends because it was binned <laughs> as canon because it was a big mess and Disney thought that it would be easier to just start again, which is fair. And, you know, the games, like you said... God, they Knights did of, it right as well, didn't they? Yeah, the Knights of the, the, the Old Republic and stuff like that is well loved by so many people. You know, there's all sorts of cool options of stuff that we would all like to see. But I want to see a Star Wars film that's all about that big worm that tries to eat the Millennium Falcon in Empire Strikes Back. <laughs> What's his story? <laughs> How'd How he get, get on the there? asteroid? Yeah. Why is he on an asteroid? How did he get What's up there? with the weird bats? Well, why does he like eating ships? That's not... Can't be nutritious his... at all. <laughs> exactly. Can't it's, taste it's, good, it's, nothing. 
Is he endangered like pandas because of his dietary choices? <laughs> like, what, what's happening there? <laughs> we have to feed him scrap X-Wings. <laughs> so we've well, got... There would have been a lot of them when the Empire was around. That's true. <laughs> oh, dear. Yeah, so it's just... you. I worry slightly that they'll overdo it and ruin everything, but I think mm. that's just because I don't want to see them do that. It's so it's almost irrational fear. But no, I think yeah. I think I think the make or break point is whether or not they're good. Yeah, well that's true. You know, I think I think if they're just sort of mi- and they have to be properly good for us to yeah. not just sack them off because it's the they, it's can't, the they can't be force awakens good because that's not good enough for moving forward. Yeah. Cuz the force awakens is very much proving We've worked out why the originals were good and what was maybe missing from the prequel trilogy mm. and why they weren't... They didn't recapture those heights, although there was good stuff in those. You go, right, well done, you've proved that, now go do something with it. It's yeah, not yeah. re-repeat what happened before. <laughs> I'm so excited if, for episode eight, Adam. Yeah, because if it's repeat what happened before, everyone's going to be... Fucking furious. <laughs> I, I don't think they're going to do that. No, I, I don't think they will, but I, I'm picturing the parallel universe where that happens, where it's basically a recreation of Empire Strikes Back, and everyone goes, fucking mental. <laughs> I can't, I can't pick, I can't, I, yeah, I, it's funny to joke about, but I, I seriously, I can't picture Kathleen Kennedy letting that happen. No, I can't. You know, but, like, uh, she knows what's up. No, and when thinking about it realistically, there's no fucking chance that that's going to be the case. Yeah. That, as I said, The Force Awakens is a kind of special case in that it was proving that they've worked it out for the most part. Mm. You know, why the, the universe is so special and what people really love about it and proving that they can do that. I think, they're I think they're going the... to go do something with that formula, hopefully. I think one of the bigger things is like people you know, talk about how it's a bit of a retread. It's like, well, how do you do it then? How do you bring Star Wars back? What's your episode yeah. seven? How do you how do you do it and frame it in a way that A keeps it connected to what's come before and B sets up new characters and new stories to tell. It engages with old fans and creates new ones. Yeah, it's difficult. You know, and it's like a lot of a lot of fans like my, my mate Kieran, who the two of us went to watch it when it came out. He was annoyed because they didn't utilize any of what would become, you know, legends, characters, and stuff, yeah. and sort of. And it's kind of the thing. It's like, and I said to him, "It's like, well, this is the thing. There's a lot of people out there that got upset that it didn't try to dive more into the lore of Star Wars, and it's just like, well, you can't. You'll alienate people. So like Star Wars has got a massive fan base, no doubt, but it's for everyone at the end of the day. Yeah, you know, the. the these films are for everyone <laughs> yeah it's the like, extra stuff is where you can focus in yeah and it's just like but the films themselves like, i don't have any i don't really have any issues with force awakens i really love i really enjoy that film i no, think i i, I, I have film. i have an attachment to it more because it is for me it's the first star wars film that i got to see in the cinema at release yeah at release yeah that, yeah not you know, because I, I grew up. I watched. Thankfully, I got to see the originals first. <laughs> but I saw I saw four, five, six on VHS in my living room. Yeah. That's when I first watched them. Fucking yeah. great, love them, love them to bits. 
And then yeah. and then when the prequels were coming out, I was still a little bit too young for it, and the cinema was too expensive, so didn't yeah. didn't, get, didn't see any of those in the cinema. And yeah. it's like, you know, I saw all those on, I think I had them on VHS, actually, episode one and episode two, and then uh, DVD later. But yeah. um, I think three was DVD, mm. when when DVD was definitely the the go-to format for everything. Ah, oh, was that, 2005, yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I definitely remember having yeah. episode one and two on video. Yeah, first, yeah, I remember. But not as well. three. I didn't have three on video. Because so I think cause that, I, that's, I was... the, that's where the transition happened. Yeah, because <laughs> I was super aware of of Star Wars because I had lightsabers and I had X wing, I had toys of X wings and Luke Skywalker and little R two D twos. So I, was, I it was weird. I got lucky. I very I kind of grew up with it in a way. Yeah, you know, and I didn't have to wait three years between each film. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's just like that was really good well, it's the next one it's like it's right there in the box it's like oh yeah yeah <laughs> it does help doesn't yeah. it yeah and then yeah and it's like I love those films but like yeah. even even when there were the anniversary re-releases at the cinemas I didn't go and watch them because uh, they didn't do episode 4 because for some reason you remember a few years ago they were they were remastering them in 3D and they started with yeah. the Phantom Menace and it's like, ear up, first of all, do it in the right order. <laughs> but they did The Phantom Menace, no one went to see it, so they dropped the entire project. <laughs> that, that's a, okay, we're going to do them in order, you know, episode one through six. Yeah. And the, the problem with that is starting with the shittest ones <laughs> yeah. in the grand scheme of things in episode one and two, and one by far. <laughs> oh. Oh well, <laughs> these things. The one thing those films did not need on top of their ropey CGI was three <laughs> D. Yeah, <3D. laughs> uh, but to be honest, I'd love to have seen um, the Darth Maul fight in three D. I think that would look sick. I think it would annoy me. I mean, I hate three D. But yeah, whatever. Point is, <laughs> up until two years ago, Force Awakens, I hadn't had the. The, the cinema the chance, yeah. yeah. And I, I'm not gonna lie. I nearly cried when the Star Wars logo burst in and John Williams theme kicked in. Yeah. I was like, "Oh my god, this is amazing!" I know it was good. Excuse me, sorry. <laughs> it's late. I'm getting tired. I've been busy. Oh, not bored, just tired. <laughs> no, I agree with you. And as you said, I'm not. Um, I'm not bothered about the fact that it kind of retread stuff we've seen before. But as you say, it's to bring bring it all back and bring people back into it without it alienating anyone and mm. bringing new people on board and stuff. So is and I enjoyed it. So I don't have a problem with it. Again, it will be looked on a bit less favorably if the next film does the same thing. Oh, I don't think it will. No, I don't think it will. But that's the that's like the 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 caveat it's like as long as it's just that film that's done that then it's fine yeah. if they've continued to do that then we have a problem i think, <laughs> but I think the, rest the, of it's the only it. thing that people will accept episode 8 for sort of copying from empire is the fact that empire is the best middle in a trilogy for whatever reason i don't know how it is it does something it's just there's something in the balance of that film that it just Fucking just works. 
Right. It's because it all goes fucking horribly wrong. Yeah. The, the, the title, it actually does what it says in the title. The yeah. Empire f- strikes fucking back. Fuck yeah. They it do. opens with Hoth. Getting you know, wrecked, mate. Yeah. Getting absolutely oh, fucking what pummeled. what a sick opening. Yeah, exactly. They get absolutely pummeled on Hoth. And then they get chased about the place and whatever else. And then Darth Vader shows his strategic side as well as his menacing side mm. and his power with, you know, his glove batting away the blaster shots and all <gasps> sorts of stuff. And, you know, all of those kind of things, it just goes, these are proper, proper evil enemies that are yeah. properly powerful that need to be dealt with, you know, big time. I think we're going to get a little bit of that in 8. Yeah, they, they, they need to do the First Order is going to strike back. Yeah, we know that. I just, I, I think, I think people are going to be a bit annoyed because I do think there's going to be a little bit of mirroring, but I don't think it's going to be. I, I, I think, I think that's going to be the good kind. Yeah, it's a broad stroke because I think when when you think of a trilogy, is that's how you would break any trilogy down mm. into your your three sensible parts. Is the first part is introducing you to the characters and the heroes and making you understand the world that they're in and, you know, get to know them a bit and, you know, get to connect to them and then appreciate, right, they're going on this journey and I want to be a part of it. Then in the second part, you see the heroes, you know, suffer and go through stuff and face up against an enemy that's clearly a big deal. Yeah. it, It brings that into it much more. We're showcasing you know, why they're doing what they have to do, why your heroes are on the adventure they're on to try and save the universe or save the earth or whatever. And then and then you have to resolve all of that in the third part. So it makes sense that in the second part, your, your villains and your evil people play a much bigger part of it and almost become the focus of that kind of middle film. I really, I really want to watch Empire Strikes Back. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. <laughs> but that, that's kind of... It's the sensible way of doing it. Because otherwise you get to the third film and think, well, the enemies are a bit shit. Why do we care? Why yeah. wasn't this dealt with in the second film? Oh, because they just want more money to get by getting a third film out of it. <laughs> you know, that sort of thing. You st- it opens up the door to s- the cynicism <laughs> that we all have. So what you're saying is we're cynical because George Lucas. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Oh, pretty much. dear. Nah, he's a good lad, really. Yeah, well, it, it takes a special kind of person to create such a broad I mean, universe. Regardless of that, step. he's just a nice bloke all round. I, I don't know that much about him. Oh, mate. Yeah. I will t- I'll educate you about the George one day, but he's he's a good bloke. No, I don't for, 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 yeah, but he, he, like, it's one of the reasons I don't rail on, on the prequels that much. Like, they're not great films, but, like, yeah, there's, like, there's no, you... there's no question that he, he didn't help with that fact. But at the end of the day, it's like, well, they're just films. Yeah. As like, I said, it's down to the, the, the focusing in on the wrong parts. Yeah. Of, yeah. And, you know, m- missing the, the secret ingredient that made the, yeah. the first ones so special, and I mean, and yeah. this is you go well. George Lucas proved that that's it's easy to make that mistake. 
Mm. It's, it's quite good in that sense that everyone will have forevermore the textbook case <laughs> of what not to do. <laughs> and it's, it's not to attack him personally for it because it's easy to get caught up in all of that. Ooh, new technology. Yeah. But, w- but without yeah. him doing that, we wouldn't know that, you know, they need to scale it back a bit. <laughs> you can't just CGI everything. Because that was one of the talks at one point, that they would just do away with all of filmmaking and just CGI everything. <laughs> and just Why? have people come in and voice over the top of it, and that would be your films from now on at one point. You go, well, that's clearly not going to happen because it doesn't really work. <laughs> Think for P- that Pixar and Disney Animation disagree with you? No, <laughs> not when it's because they. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, know, I know what you mean. I'm just picking at you. <laughs> I'm doing what you do. It's funny. It's role reversal. The the thing I did that one time. <laughs> yeah, you do it a lot. <laughs> so does Alex. You both do it to me. Keeps you, you on your toes. And you, you two both get confused when I turn it around on you. It amuses me greatly. Anyway, shall we move on? <laughs> oh, if you want. Well, we don't, we don't have to. If you've got more to say. I love Star Wars. Good. Uh, otherwise, it'd be really pointless for us to talk about it for so long. Star Wars yeah. is good. Oh, mate, I'm after. I don't know. Oh, I should watch Force Awakens. I watched Rogue One the other night. I should watch Empire, because I watched Rogue One, and then I watched A New Hope, because I, I wanted to see how well they went into each other. Very, by the way. Um, great attention to detail on that on that, on that front. Uh, That's good. I haven't actually tried that. I do like Rogue One. Rogue One's really good. Yeah. I think, I tell you what, one of my, one of my mm, kind of, my little bits about it is when you watch it, and you go from Rogue One into A New Hope... Part of me thinks they shouldn't have put Darth Vader in Rogue One. Really? Because, technically speaking, if you, w- if you were to sit down and watch the films, it, and for the record, the films now start at Rogue One. We're, we just we ignore the, trilo- the prequel trilogy. Uh, <laughs> um, but it, when you start the series, and you start at Rogue One, and then you go into A New Hope... You f- you first see Darth Vader at the end of Rogue One, and he's this fucking machine slaying shit, getting shit done, right? Um, well, that's not the first time you see him in Rogue One. No, but what I'm saying, yeah, the first time you see him is when he's in the fucking bath. He's <laughs> <laughs> bath yeah. time for Vader. Yeah, and fucking uh, Krennic shows up, right? Blake has to, mate, uh, Darth. You're right. Uh, sorry, Matt. I know you're in the bath. Uh, Krennic's here. He needs to talk to you about what's going on with the Death Star. Fuck's sake, man! I just got in. I got bubbles in. <laughs> That's a book. My point there is, when you first see Darth Vader at the start of A New Hope, it's fucking terrifying. That like, still scares me. Right? Mainly, still scares me because I can remember being fucking five years old or however old I was, and I was like. Oh. <laughs> Yeah. Darth Vader. Ah, what's that? Fucking hell. And then he speaks and it's James or Jones and he sounds fucking shit hot. And it's like, oh, it's like, oh my God. 
Whereas if, if you were to sit down with someone who's never seen Star Wars before and you start off going in order and you go Rogue One, A New Hope, the first time they see Darth Vader is he's in the bath, he makes a really shit dad joke. <laughs> you remember what I'm on about? Yeah. yeah. Ch- children, China, your ambition. China, or whatever choke on your aspiration. Yeah. Like, see, uh, as much as that's a very shit dad joke i've laughed oh no i laugh but it's, <laughs> i laugh but it's no good right yeah and it, it's I, one of those you, you laugh at it because it is the pinnacle of yeah. that kind of joke you know exactly what it is <laughs> yeah the, the other the other thing is that kind of lets that down as well vader in that is that and this is no disrespect to james l jones because he's a fucking phenomenal actor classic thespian we know the man the man's got it but he's gotten older he doesn't quite have the voice that he did in his younger days, right? Yeah. He just he doesn't sound the same. He's a lot slower. The way he talks, he's very noticeably older now. It's yeah. weird because he's, you know, but that's not a bad thing. We all get old. And yeah. He, the, the, he, the, he the, is, unlike so many people, he's aged very gracefully. Yeah. You know? It's one of those, there's nothing you can do about that. Yeah, of that course. The, that's the inherent problem with making prequels to stuff. Yeah. And it's like inevitably the stuff that comes before looks better, and that's yeah. weird. But and if you when you do get to that next generation that's never seen any of it, and you're introducing them to it, and then they go, "Why did they get shit?" You know, at, at the fourth film or at the second film in A New Hope, and why does the first film look so much better? And you go, "Because it was made after." <laughs> and then you have to explain all of this well, shit to I them. I feel like generally you'd explain that before you start watching them. Or you just show them in order. You sit down, you go, right then. (laughs) Well, yeah, of course, yeah. But if you're going... uh, What I'm saying is because there are people like myself who like to do them in order Chronological. In story. Yeah. 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 I don't do it all the time. I like to do it from time to time. So on this occasion, that that was what I was doing. I was watching Rogue One and halfway through it, I thought, oh, I've got some time. Maybe I'll see... I'll I'll, I'll flick A New Hope on afterwards and see how it flows in. But, um... Fuck A New Hope's a good film. But... (laughs) But, um, yeah, it's like, you know, his voice, it's like, there's that. And then it's just sort of, there's, there's, there's that ending, that last scene where he fucking, mate, Vader throws down, you know, and you go from that into A New Hope and all of a sudden Vader is, he's a bit more thoughtful and, and, uh, manipulative about everything. And then... You know, with the the lightsaber fight, the first, and it's just it doesn't even line up to him just slaying those rebel soldiers. Yeah, because the original lightsaber fight was more like fencing. Yeah, than, which is fine. Yeah. Again, there's no problem with that. That's what it was. Yeah. That was what George was going for back then. Yeah, because he hadn't that, he hadn't the, figured it out. Yeah, the, the inherent problem with <laughs> the prequel yeah. part. Yeah, but but yeah. but my my point is is Darth, the I watched it and I was watching it thinking if I was someone who'd never seen this before I'd think fucking Darth Vader was a bit shit. <laughs> like I also think he's a bit wank because the last shot of in Rogue One is uh, uh, Leia's ship leaves uh, with the uh, with 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 the Death Star plans. And then he's just stood at the docking bay looking out, going, oh, fuck. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, and it's just like, well, go on, mate, go get her. It's like, I think the the mistake there is what they should have done is she should have got out and they should have held on to the shot of her ship leaving and we should see it warp. 
we should see it jump to light speed. And we're like, ah, okay, okay then. Because the actual shot is just the ship leaves. And it's like, well, Vader, you're fucking shit hole with the force. Why don't you just grab it? Why don't you swing your fucking lightsaber at it? And yeah, like, you know what I mean? Deliberately let it leave. And all that stuff. But yeah, the, the, the plan that backfires horribly on him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's it's because yeah, it's that's an easy kind of overlooked almost yeah, barely like when, mentioned detail that if you don't if you don't specifically know that, you could have missed it easily. Yeah. And if you don't remember it, you you do exactly that where you go, What the fuck is he doing yeah. just standing then, there? Yeah, he could easily then, have jumped into the ship or fucking anything from there. <laughs> yeah. And then and then and then the other thing is is cause uh the Admiral? Was he Admiral or is he General? Was he? Is he Councillor? Some Tarkin. Fucking Tarkin. What's his rank? Peter Cushing's legendary character. But we, we get weird CG Tarkin in Rogue One, and then you cut to A New Hope, and it's actual Peter Cushing's. And you get yeah. weird CG Carrie Fisher, which she doesn't look bad. It's okay. I think she she, she doesn't look too bad just because we only see her for a few like seconds and it's like all right all right well, we I think get it. they did pretty well with that mm. overall i think yeah so. i think the, the thing is here's the thing testament to the technology it does look good right yeah. for what it's it is kind of, but it's, it's very i wondered with, with that if with this being you know like gamers and stuff as mm. well if you if you just if we're our, our eyes are almost more attuned to the spotting that CGI and that environment where you go, that's not a real face. Yeah, I think I think probably. That should be a real face and that's yeah, not a real probably, face. Probably, but I think most people immediately, because the thing is, is it's so close, it's, it just is immediate uncanny valley. So everyone goes, Ugh. Yeah, there's yeah. something wrong with it. Yeah. And I think I think the big thing is um, I sit in the camp with everybody else who says, why don't you just get Charles Dance to come and do it? <laughs> it's like, he's basically Peter Cushing. <laughs> it's like you just you sort of you shave a bit of his hair off and you put him in the suit and then you're done. It's like you ma- and then if anything there you just if you wanted to do a little bit of facial uh, wizardry in post you could you could alter his face a little bit to make him look a bit more like Peter Cushing. Would, would you have him do an impersonation of Cushing's what? voice or just... see? No, because this is the thing: is when you look at the two and you compare the two, the way they act is very similar. The way they perform, and it's like, especially when you look at like Peter, uh, Peter, Peter Cushing's role in Star Wars, his role there, and then Charles Dance's role in like Game of Thrones. Very similar characters, very yeah. similar characters, very similar ways of talking about things, and it's like they. It's very, very much like I feel if you were to make Game of Thrones back in the late seventies or the eighties, you'd get Peter Cushing to be. Uh, fuck, I can't remember his fucking name. Cersei and. Tywin, Ty- that's it. Tywin Ty- Lannister. Yeah, that's that's who you'd cast. Yeah, right. Oh, but, well, I can see that. Yeah, Charles Dance is very, very similar, and he's very similar posture and the way he kind of looks at people, and it's he has the, he has a striking resemblance to him. So it's like it, you know, to to the maybe a little bit of uh, facial prosthetics or a little bit of digital manipulation to just to make him look a bit more like Peter Cushing's. I think overall that would look better than the full CG job, right? Yeah, because like you'd probably go, oh, it looks a bit, oh, no, but fair enough. And and it would fucking it would be shit up. Don't, don't get me wrong though, the guy who I can't remember who did it. Um, the guy who played Tarkin in Rogue One, great job, does a great Peter Cushing. 
sounds yeah. very scary how much like him he sounds. But, you know, it does a great job. It's a good performance for what it is. And yeah. It's, you know, it is what it needs to be. But at the end of the day, I'm thinking, just fucking Charles Dance, shaved a beard, put him in a grey suit, couple of dots on his face to tweak it in post. You're done. Yeah, it's another one of those very good job for what they've attempted to do. They pulled it off, I think, in pretty much the best imaginable way it could have happened. Yeah. Given current technology, we go, I think we can just call that a success and never do it again. <laughs> Ever. <Yeah. laughs> just let's not start that trend of just doing that for everything because it's just not going to happen. Or even if they, you know, if they really wanted to have that character in there in, and do it that way, well, just have him be a hologram. Because then you can hide it better, you know. Just it'll be a ho- he's a hologram, and so he's there, and he shows up, and he addresses people on the Death Star on the hologram because he's not there yet because it's not done yet. So I'm not yeah. coming. It's not finished. I'm not fucking. You know, I don't give a shit. It's not done. I'll be uh, there when it's. I'd be there and take the credit when it's done. Is his title not Grand Admiral Tarkin? Grand. He's Grand something, isn't he? Yeah. Grand. Tarkin. Big Should boss. we check? I'll check. I'm going to check. Okay. I want to check. Big boss under the emperor boss, man. <laughs> Tarkin. Boop. The, the slightly smaller big boss. Hang on. Hang on. Grand Moth. What's it? Adam? Grand Moth. Grand Moth. Moth. Two Fs, Moff. Grand Moff, Tarkin, that's it. Couldn't, couldn't remember that, it's quite iconic. Oh, shit. Well, Not editing that out. This <laughs> is smooth. I <laughs> mean, putting my bottle of juice back there <laughs> and smacking my wink with it in the process. You're such to- a nut, Adam. Totally slick professionalism there. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, yeah. That, that, that would be a cool sound effect to use. Just well, maybe. I'll leave that one in your ballpark. <laughs> anyway, will we move on then? Since we've spent quite a lot of time talking about Star Wars now. I like Star Wars. Yeah. That's, that is clear, listeners, if you didn't already realise that. Uh, the, the other thing, because we, we spoke about uh, EA quite a bit in previous episodes. It's turned out that they've now officially bought Respawn outright. How much money did they pay? It was four hundred million or something. <laughs> Bloody hell! Uh, I believe it's what a lot of money. It's, it kind of came almost a wee bit out of the blue for everyone because it's not been something that's been rumored for a long time that it was no. about to happen. But it seems what's happened is is. Uh, under whatever contract they had, EA had the first right of refusal on mm. buying Respawn. And it seems some other companies slash investor people have came along and went, we'd quite like to buy, you know, Respawn if we can. And EA went, <laughs> no, we're having it. <laughs> I, I tell you, there's a lot of people when this news came out, there's a lot of people going, didn't they already own Respawn? I was like, no. No, they're, they're an independent student. They're just published through EA. Yeah, yeah public. They're ba- basically what do they call it? Second party. Yeah, sort of idea. Yeah, good studio. That's cool. That's all right. I think yeah. people got worried about that, but I think to sue like you, soothe you from a few weeks ago. 
This is good news because they've already said we're going to make Titanfall 3. Yeah, that's, um, that's good. And that's also, good I think maybe they did it as a bit of security because Respawn are also working on a Star Wars game at the moment. Yeah, well, I imagine that would be a factor in the... Someone else wants to buy you Which? when you're working on our Star Wars ship? No. Yeah. <laughs> Which, actually, yeah, yeah, I was, I was reading up on all, everything. Yeah, EA's license for the Star Wars games only has six more years left on it. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me. But that sounds about right. how many fucking games have they made? Battlefront 1 and 2. They've got two games out, Adam. That's yeah. all they've done in four years. Well, yeah. It's not good. <laughs> no, because the, you would have expected them to have had... There's lots of mobile crap, but we're not interested in that. We want proper no, games. That, that, no, that doesn't count. Matt. The only other thing is uh, the, the oh. MMO. That's, that's yeah, bio, BioWare. It's, it's not even canon anymore. Is that still going? Oh, yeah, Old Republic, yeah. Yeah. Are you it's, sure it's not canon? It's not canon. Yeah. Oh, well. Because it existed pre... Disney buyout. Yeah, but there were some caveats with that. Yeah, no, I, thought I think Old Republic sneaked in as no, a, no, because no. it was ongoing. No, I think I think yeah. I don't know. I th- I, I see. I I'm, think I'm I sure read... a, le- a listener with more information than us. Will I think I I think I heard or read the same thing that you just said. But I if I think what happened was they were like, well, it's not canon, but we're not going to close it down. But it's just go, go have fun. Yeah, I think that's a fear. Because I, I just all I rem- all I remember when Dis- when Disney bought Star Wars was um, one through six, Clone Wars, and that's it. And that's all they said. Basically, that that was the yeah. canon again. And then they were like, "We're you know everything else is legends." Yeah, that was that, that. But because I'm sure they would have mentioned, they would have been like, "Also, oh, this game, that's okay, that's canon." But that technically, the Old Republic can't be canon because, technically speaking, it's Knights of the Old Republic three, and it fits into that continuity. So, yeah, if that's canon, oh, then well. the others are canon. So it's just yeah, it's, it's a whole mess of it's like, well, if this is canon, then that has to be canon, and that yeah. means this is canon, and I'll just yeah, they end up back where they started with all of it. <laughs> Bit of a mess, <laughs> Going, really. Yeah. yeah, but I think that's a fair middle ground, though. Of well, it can't be canon. But uh, we won't shut it down like the rest of... Well, I don't the suppose they would do, because at the time when the the purchase happened, Old Republic was still making a lot of money. Yeah, I, I don't know if it's still doing that. But I, I think I it's doing so. okay. I think it has it's sort of levelled off with its player base. I haven't yeah. checked in in ages, but, no, but I could never really be, get on with it. it. It seems to be quite stable. I haven't tried it mm. uh, myself, but it seems to be stably chugging along as you do well it's doing what it does I mean I'm sure we will report on it when it gets (laughs) when it gets announced there we're closing down Old Republic and we're replacing it with this new exciting Star Wars MMO I can see them doing that with I could see them doing that that being Bioware's new Star Wars project fucking replacing the MMO with a plot twist (laughs) what if that is what Respawn are making because <laughs> the only thing they've said is third person action game there will yeah. be lightsabers that's all they've said <laughs> there, there will be lightsabers yeah. Yeah. so what Probably. if ultimate plot twist the the boys formerly of Infinity Ward and the good Call of Duties and 
and then <laughs> respawn become you know first person shooter boys and then they go oh we made this mmo <laughs> it's like excuse you <laughs> yeah but it's a star wars <laughs> yeah yeah, I can see them doing it. They've I'll certainly got the, I'll, I'll the talent sure. in there. Hey, fucking you know that. Something like that. Yeah, as I said, you know, it's the next the, year. The, we the we have to see the, what they've been working on next year. Yeah, it's year. the core of the Infinity War team that made mm. Modern Warfare one and two. That the good ones mid, midway yes. through three, which is why Modern Warfare three is dreadful. The bad one. Yeah, because it was cobbled together at the last minute after they all left in a dispute with Activision. I've seen a few people say that. It's like, oh no, that that means EA will have control and Respawn will have to do what they say. Well, they've got their personality and the chops in there to tell EA to fuck off. <laughs> Which, yeah. if they're not happy about stuff, I'm sure there'll still be certain amount of compromise and stuff. Oh, Which there oh. would inevitably be anyway, but I don't think EA are going to push Respawn about or anything no. drastic as that because clearly the boys there don't have any qualms about yeah, also them you know what I, no there's there's been no reports on it but i have a feeling because it just sort of it kind of just kind of happened didn't it yeah it just appeared in the news yeah what respawn i feel like they might if, if there was any little bits of back and forth about it then I, I i wouldn't suggest this but maybe i think respawn might have wrangled the rights to the games they were making like titanfall they i i i, I, I would I, I, you know that maybe yeah, like, we want to yeah. buy you and all your rights. And Respawn were like, okay, you can buy us, but you're not having Titanfall. We're still having Titanfall. We'll make Titanfall, but we're we're maintaining yeah. the rights. And then EA were like, yeah, all right. And that, yeah, and that was they, why they, it was amicable. They, yeah, they keep the the rights to stuff yeah. within the studio itself. Cause, it's a separate thing. Yeah, cause, or otherwise, you, you know, because I, I hope we don't end up potentially seeing, like, EA, close down Respawn. They're making another Titanfall, though giving it to some other developer that has never done Dice. it before. <laughs> Dice are just the, the Tell you what, shooter I'd people. <laughs> Titanfall made by Dice would be bloody pretty. <laughs> yeah, pretty dreadful. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, it'd probably be all right. They make uh, good, just the, they make good the, games. Yeah, Dice's talents just, I don't think, line up particularly well with yeah. with it. Well, I don't in, know, first-person shooter is a first-person shooter, really, brass yeah, tacks. But there's... There's still plenty of differences to it. It doesn't matter. It's all technical shit. All that right. No one cares about it. <laughs> it's it's wild it's speculation. A bunch of nothing. Swedish guys from Dyer going, yeah, we have to make it so you run on the wall? Okay. Yeah. Okay, well, you'll do this then. I know. They, they sort of talented team. That's, that's for sure. They're definitely one of the most talented teams out there. I've always, I've always I'm a big fan of Dice. Yeah, specialised into their thing and do it yeah. brilliantly. Can't, can't really fault them for that. You, you, you've seen the reviews of uh, what's another EA game that came out recently? The new Need for Speed that I'd forgotten it was coming out. I have not because I couldn't give less of a shit about that. Well, game. that's all right. I don't care either. But apparently, it's really bad. <laughs> it doesn't surprise me in the slightest. It, it suffers from a similar problem that Battlefront does, which would be the loot boxes. Yeah. Adam What's... scores the points. <laughs> I've, my initial thought was it's not burnout, but how can that affect? I mean, that, front? <laughs> that is that is a problem. <laughs> you go, that's definitely the problem with Need for Speed, but that's not a problem for Battlefront. <laughs> now, the problem for Battlefront is that it's not Battlefront. 
Yeah, it's Luke Central <laughs> at the moment, where they, they've they've became the most downvoted comment on Reddit ever. Oh, <laughs> With like a hundred thousand downvotes by saying, "Ooh, you need to feel like a reward." Now they've changed it, but not for six hundred hours of grinding, mate. Yeah, and then they've they've cut the cost of Darth Vader down, but they've seventy five percent all the heroes. Yeah, they, and then they've cut, but they've also what people haven't uh, what i've seen reported since you know not as widespread quite yet is that they've also cut like the rewards you get down mm. by quite a lot meaning it still takes an awful long time i think someone Fuck said the, 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 for finishing the campaign you used you, were, you used to get twenty thousand credits or whatever it is in-game credit currency mm. stuff and now it's only five thousand ah so they've Still, I, still I, at it, yeah, still I, I, at I it. I think what I'll do there is I'll, I'll leave it a while. I'll wait until I can pick it up for like 10 quid out of CEX or something. Uh, yeah. Because I, I, I'd like to check out the campaign because apparently the campaign's okay. It's not bad. And it's canon. And it's canon. And yeah, I've, got so get, I've got to get me that Star Wars fix, Adam. Yeah, definitely. That, that's why I liked Battlefront 1 so good, so much because you were... Well, I just felt like running about in Star Wars and being a stormtrooper for a bit. Even though, it, as a game, it's lacking quite a lot of stuff that you would like to see in a game of that kind of... I think it's it's, it's my thing with... Game. I, I, I've, I've figured out what I'm doing. We've talked about it before, about what I'm doing with my consoles. I think what I'm doing with my PlayStation is I'm just... I'm, that's where I'm going to play the games that I'm not too fussed about on. Because then I, I can buy them and then sell them on after the fact. I can't do that with PC games. Yeah, you can only request a refund. <laughs> can't do Steam. can't do that. I don't think you can do that on Origin. Well, maybe you can. I don't know. Yeah, no, oh, no, 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 no. Yes, no. you can. They introduced oh, that, refund system. Yeah, that's the other thing they did. They removed the refund button. <laughs> did they what from their online page thing? Oh, for Battlefront. Yeah, so oh, you have dear. to you have to go through the live chat system <sighs> bot and all that. And there was an hour long wait. So Jesus. They, they've they've clearly removed the easy option and hoped that people would not bother trying to get a refund <laughs> or yeah. cancel. They should, on... I think that might be vaguely illegal. <laughs> I don't think you're allowed to do that. Well, they'll, they'll probably just say, "Oh, they were a bit broke." <laughs> yeah. Oh, you could so, still get a refund, but yeah, but it's meant you introduced the system. Yeah, and, you can't and just tweak your system. It very conveniently broke the same time mm. that you became the most downvoted comment on Reddit. <laughs> oh dear. It's just one of those, any which way they move, they're stepping on landmines all over the shop. Um, well, it doesn't sound very safe. No, it's it's not, because it's not good business practices as far as, it's not for not for the consumer <laughs> anyway, <laughs> but, you know, which is all we care about really at the end of the day. You want companies to make enough money that they can continue making cool games and stuff and then stop there <laughs> yeah, fleecing all of us fucking dry, which is what you and some of the others seem to think yeah. is what should happen. Unfortunate, isn't it? Yeah. You, you want fair. You want fair. And the stuff that EA and that have been doing is not. And that's like what I was talking about with maybe gambling laws or something similar needs to come in for like loot boxes and that to give it some kind of regulation so that they can't just change shit willy-nilly without telling anyone. You know, like, oh, you, 
yeah, you can... Oh, yeah, you, you only need to spend three loot boxes to get a chance of winning this thing instead of five, but now it takes twice as long to get a loot box, which is essentially what's happened this time with like Darth mm. Vader and stuff like that, with the, the credits. Yeah, I think I'll just leave it a few months until they've figured out the shit out. Yeah, I'm because... As 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 stand well, I want to check it out. But as is well, standard, as, as with, you said, with, uh, go go for the single player and then yeah. n- never return. Probably. Well, well, yeah. No, I'm thinking. My, I'm thinking. What I'll do is I'll leave it until the new year. Yeah, because I'm sure they will tweak these systems and they will get patched and fixed, and eventually people will turn around and go, "Okay, cool, nice one. It's a good game now." And then I'll go, "All right, now's the time to jump in." Yeah, or people will go, oh, and you, I'll buy you, lots of loot boxes. You, you've you've patched this, so no one cares. <laughs> it's too late. Yeah. It's, it's all ruined already. But you oh, know, well. Anyway, that's our EA update <laughs> on the apocalypse as Should it happens. Get another one soon. <laughs> the apocalypse as it happens, coming to you by brought to you by EA. Uh, these things, these crazy things that happen. Anyway, before we finish, Alfred, I've got a question for you. No, fuck. What did you do this weekend? <laughs> Were you busy? I was sick all weekend. Sick? I was I had food poisoning Ew. all weekend. I lost a did stone. It have a stone? Fuck it. <laughs> threw up that much. I haven't... Th- and I'm so sad. I haven't thrown up since 2005. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird that you know that. <laughs> Mate, it's a streak. Well, eventually you get to a point where, like, one day you notice someone, like, your mum's not well or one of your friends isn't at school because they're sick, they got, they're sick, they got the flu, they're thrown up. And one day you just go, when the fuck was the last time? I'm like, oh, shit, yeah, I haven't thrown up since. Oh, yeah. yeah. And then you just kind of, you're aware of it. And I've been, I was quite proud of that. <laughs> Vomit free from 2005. That doesn't rhyme. <laughs> I know in How I Met Your Mother, yeah, Ted Mosby's catchphrase is vomit three since 93. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, that's, <laughs> it, that's what I was thinking. It's okay. very amusing to me. But um, yeah, yeah I, I just, yeah, I was like, I think that might have been one of the times I realized it is that episode of the show where he's talking about it. And yeah. I'm like, oh, you know, I've thrown up since like 2005 or something. <laughs> but mate, but Saturday got recent. me. Mine is more recent than that, but I don't throw up that often. To no. Be not not ill that often. Well, I intend to leave it another fucking twelve years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, what? How did you get food poisoning? I Does it have anything to do with Alex and his mold, moldy cork? <laughs> hard time being Alex because he doesn't live with me. Oh <laughs> fuck! Get wrecked, Adam. Forgetting your names, mate. You're crazy. Did it have anything to do with James <laughs> and his moldy cook? His well, you know what? I'm, thi- I'm thinking all the fucking shitty mold in his room is the reason him and his girlfriend are getting sick. And they gave it to you? Well, no. Well, well this no, is the thing. No. Appa- supposedly that poisoning. Yeah. No, supposedly there's been a bug going around, but I don't normally get bugs. And if I do, I've got a pretty bitching immune system. Because when, <laughs> gro- when I was growing up, I did get sick, and I just refused to take medicine. Yeah. So I, w- I was like, no. I was like, no, body's just going to get over it. And it's like, and the result is uh, the last time I saw my doctor, was like, when was the last time you were sick? And I was like, I haven't been sick in like fucking 15 years. <laughs> so I, last time I was sick was, I was 10. Last time I was sick. They're like, oh, what about days you've had off school? I'm like, yeah, faked it. I just didn't want to go into school. I told my mum I wasn't feeling well. I had the odd yeah. fever. Like, you have, you know, you have the odd fever and that. 
sort of. I your... imagine you've had the the odd common cold. Oh, of course, you you yeah, can never everyone. escape the common cold. It's an ever yeah. mutating uh, virus because you never get the same one twice. No, which is the really annoying thing. Yeah, <laughs> your body can never adapt to it. But yeah, um, because, because your body adapts to the ones that you've had, yeah, but it immediately changes as soon as it's been by and then comes back. Body's like a very a different beast. The body's a very clever thing for all of the mistakes it tends to make. Yeah. Um, Unfortunately, the common cold is literally the most ingenious cunt in the world. Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately for it, it's not very effective. Yeah. <laughs> but um, but yeah, apparently there's been this bug going around. But whenever there's a bug going around, I never get the bug. Right. I just never do. If I do, the worst thing it will do to me is give me the shits. If there's like a stomach bug going around, just because yeah. I'm all right, like I'm not bad when it comes to that. I don't get, I just don't really get ill, you know. But I think it was Friday or Saturday night. Oh, it was Friday night. Uh, a couple, a couple of friends came over and we're hanging out and like we got a takeaway in because you know it's what you do. There's a lot of people. It's like, well, I'm not cooking for fucking six people. And it's like, no, definitely not. And I, I can't really afford to go out. So it's like, well, we'll get a takeaway in. And I had a chicken kebab. And I think that's what did it. Because I, I was eating it. And I, as I was eating it, like, there's a voice in my head that went, I think you should stop eating that. But, uh, yes. you know, you, 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 <laughs> that voice that we all ignore. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, but and it's like. immediately. <laughs> no, but you know, you know what the problem is? is I'm sure, I'm sure some, I, I, oh, I said, I'm sure. I don't know if you can relate to this, but I don't know if you've ever been at a point where you're sort of, you're so shit broke that you've just spent eight, nine quid on a takeaway, however much it fucking is, because delivery's atrocious and you live in the city. And you're like... Well, not that part, but yes. Well, no, but I, I, like, I've, I've done the, well, I've just spent far too much money on yeah, this fucking thing, so you know I'm going to eat all of it. Yeah. <laughs> Every fucking bit. That's even my, the tiny, that's my tiny, problem. tiny, tiny, crispy, burnt to fuck yeah <laughs> yeah i will eat those too <laughs> i will devour the soggy naan bread yeah I don't care yep. it cost me four pounds it's yep. like do you know what i mean and it's like yep. that was what i was like and i was like there's that voice going don't eat it and even my cat came along she had a sniff i think she gave a bit of lick and she went so <laughs> like, the cat's not doing it no nah. Yeah, Give up. That's, that's probably a good warning sign. The, other, the next warning sign came after the fact. I think she had one bit. She yeah. threw up later that night. Because cats, yeah. cats' systems are quite fucking good. They're very efficient at clearing out crap. Yeah. It's, yeah. Like, it's what they do, you know? Yeah. But, um, and I was like, oh, dear. You, you but, can't be a hunter if you're ill. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But mm. it's like, she, my, my, my lady, my lovely lady, lady. My lovely lady, lady, my my baba, my baba girl, my my precious princess cat, the frog. <laughs> but um, she, I'm very reluctant to say what her name is on the podcast. <laughs> it's a very it's, ridiculous. It's not Princess Fluff. <laughs> it's not. It's not. That's. I wish it was. That's a better name. <laughs> but um, she she went through. She for a while she'd gone through a period where she'd throw up maybe once a week. Yeah. Just because she's like, she's eat, she'd overeat, or she'd just, whatever. Uh, there's always something where it's like... Phase of just, you would put food in the bowl, and you'd gobble the lot. Yeah, and then and it then would just come up, up three minutes later. Yeah, so that that was what led to the, well, we'll give you half a pack. Yeah. Half a pouch. And then once you've eaten that, and went away, I put the other pouch in the bowl. Yeah. <laughs> the other half in the bowl, so it's there. When she reappears. The unfortunate, yeah, yeah. The problem with these two fluffy buggers 
is like you can't really split them up on that. Like they, yeah. as soon as there's food, they're there. They're both there. And it's like and I've tried yeah. splitting the two up, but they'll just like they'll shove each other out of the way and eat each other's food. And it's like, oh, yeah. There've been yeah, many having, a time having two definitely ruins that plan. <laughs> there's been loads. There's been loads of. Like, I don't get how my granddad does it. All of his cats, they will all eat separately. Like they all get fed at different times, and they all just they all just stay out of each other's way. I'm like, tastes. what? The, yeah. Is that all your dad, you know, your granddad did? Just feed the cats because they're all spread out throughout the day. So he's just that's all he had to do. No, no, no. It's just like it's. I don't know. I, I can't explain it. But my my granddad and uh, my third nan. This is this is partner. I, I refer to her as the third nan. My. <laughs> It's my the first nan and uh, my granddad's ex-wife does not like me referring to Diana as one of my nans. She she's never explicitly said it, but she clearly gets a bit miffed with me. I'm like, oh, well, yeah, there's the fear of replacement and all. Well, that yeah, I'm like, you don't have to worry about that. It's just here's the thing, yeah. nan. For as long as I've been alive, Diana's been there, <laughs> and it's like, and very much she's been. My granddad's partner, so it's like, well, it's Nan, isn't it? Yeah. You know, but whatever. Families, eh? Well, it's families, isn't it? Whatever. Yeah. We won't get into the minutiae of it. But <laughs> the two the two of them are very good with their cats. They look after their cats. They're the most pampered cats in the world. But somehow there is a balance, there is an equilibrium within that house where the cats just, they all just do their own thing. And, like, they'll come by and they go meow and they've all got very specific meows to let them... Let, let them know that ear up I'm, I want a snack where's the food at and it's, it's yeah. fascinating to me but um yeah, I well, can't do that with mine it's a, it's a well oiled ecosystem that's yeah there. I must learn but yeah so that didn't happen and then I spent all of Saturday <laughs> uh initially the back door was unhappy <laughs> we know what that means yeah I'm not I'm not expanding on that but um and then I sort of went up back upstairs and I was stood in James's doorway and I spoke him and his girlfriend I was like oh I don't feel so good I was like oh I think that the kebab's having its revenge and I was like oh and then I went and sat in my room for a bit and I just sort of sat and I held my head and I was like leaning on my legs and I was like hmm and then the little voice came back and went you should go and get as close to the toilet as is humanly possible <laughs> and I was like yes. Hmm, this is a feeling I haven't experienced for some time. And I went downstairs, and as soon as I got near the toilet, I was like, oh, it's on. And I was like, no! Yeah. 2005! <laughs> 12 years! Always <laughs> well, um, oh. humorous to me. I, I, I asked my mum when the first Harry Potter came out if she would make me a Gryffindor scarf, because my mum knits. She's a very good, crafty yeah. person. But, um... I, I didn't get it for 12 years and forever. <laughs> she never appreciated me screaming 12 years at her like Sirius Black does. That's how long he was in Azkaban for. <laughs> <laughs> 12 years! I waited 12 years! And so <laughs> she's always like, what? I'm like, that is what he yells it at Peter Pettigrew, doesn't he? And, I, and then I and then when Pottermore came out and I found out and I got sorted into Ravenclaw, big up Ravenclaw, and I was like, Mum, can you do me a Ravenclaw scarf? She was like, yeah, all right. I was like, oh, I'm going to be fucking 20. I'm going to be 32 when I get it. Like, <laughs> that was a year ago or whatever. But um, <laughs> year, year two years ago. But yeah, I was like, oh, 
Oh, yes. But, mm, yeah, so I was throwing up, and I, I lost a lot of weight, which is good. I felt like I'd, I felt like I'd been put, I felt like I'd been putting on weight a bit. So, I feel good there. I made a horrible joke to James about it, that I don't know if I want to repeat here. <laughs> uh, I think oh, I'll just I'll tell you about it afterwards. Yeah. But, um, I imagine I'll find it funny, but you probably don't want it recorded. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, just in case, <laughs> I did that, and then I basically spent Sunday in bed recovering because Saturday night I threw I, I, I threw up for the final time, and I, I sort of and I, I basically I positioned myself on the, the the one piece of furniture we we have in the house, my sofa, my old sofa that I brought with me. And I, I basically stayed on that all the day, just curled up, because I thought it was it was closer to the bathroom. It was not. It's, exact, <laughs> it's exactly the same distance. Where's my bedroom? There's just no stairs involved, but there's a door you have to open. So I'm like, oh, this kind of takes you can you can leave open. No, it's cold, isn't it? It's winter. Uh, I suppose. Just but um, heat up. But, uh-huh. Adam, who's paying for that? <laughs> Are you paying for that? But um, what? Not for yours. I'm paying for my one. Yeah, exactly. But uh, yeah, it's a bit of a problem. And then um, yeah. Well, and then and then I threw up for the last time, job. and I was like, I think I'm done. Because I think one of the, one of the few one of the few skills I have is I'm I'm not bad at reading the signals from my body. Like I've I've often found a lot of people have trouble understanding, like bit you know, the body tells you things. Your body. It, you know, there's, there's certain pains and feelings that exist and kind of you read them and go, oh, no, okay. And it's yeah. just all, all of a sudden the the pain I had in, like, my, my gut and my lower intestine and stuff, and like my stomach, was kind of gone and it had basically just become a void. It was like, <laughs> it, it, it was a feeling of there is space here. Yeah. And I was like, okay, I think I'm done. And then and then that was it. And I went to bed and I and I, I haven't been sick since. Uh, two good. days, and I was like, "Okay, I'm done." And it basically, that, that night it turned into a horrendous fever. So I had some weird fever dreams, and I it became apparent that I'd been playing Assassin's Creed too much. I had some <laughs> weird dreams about glowy lines and pyramids, and I was like, "What the fuck is going on?" <laughs> like as I was having the dream, I was very self-aware, going, oh, "I've been playing too much Assassin's Creed." <laughs> <laughs> I, but, I like the, the the self-awareness of stuff like that. Yeah. yeah where you, you realise what's caused such a dream, but yeah, you don't necessarily realise you're in a dream. Degree. Yeah. <laughs> I you, knew I was dreaming. You wake it was up weird. and go, what the f-? I think it's the one, the one time I've ever had a lucid dream and I didn't fucking do anything about it because I was too whack to do anything. <laughs> but like, it was, I think it was like minus one here. Sa- uh, Saturday Ooh. night. Sa- <laughs> yeah, I know. Shut up, Mr. Scotland. <laughs> But I, I I turned off all of the heating and I opened all my windows up. That's how hot I was. Yeah, that's... And I had my fan on, blowing just air into me. Into me. At me. <laughs> <laughs> and then... And then so that's an unusual fan yeah. that is blowing it into you. <laughs> oh, that would be very effective in cooling you down. Precariously then... positioned in an awkward and embarrassing Ooh. place. <laughs> and, then, and then when I awoke, the fever was gone. And I was just left with the one of the worst headaches I've ever had in my life, which I very quickly pinned down to the fact that I was dehydrated because I had no fluids in my body anymore. Because yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd thrown them all up and then I'd sweated them out. Yeah. So I was like, Ugh. and I felt kind of crappy for because the problem was is because I wasn't like I, I only 
I started eating again today. I left it two days. And he's like, I felt like, probably leave it two days, just to be clear. And it's like, started eating again. I feel good. I'm all right. And, um, but the problem is, is so I had like, James was very nice Saturday. He went out. He's like, do you want anything? I was like, can you just give me all those massive bottles of Buxton? Because I went to have a glass of water from the tap. I don't like the tap water where I live. The water's a funny thing. But I just, I don't like it. Well, you just have hard water down there. Full yeah, of lime scale and other awful it's shit. Fucking, it's horrendous. There's a reason why you buy all of your bottled water and shit. From well, here. no, well, <laughs> where I used to live, when I was living in, more in the countryside, it was good. It was nice water. I didn't mind the water then. It was, yeah, it was all right. So but actually, in the city now, I'm like, uh, it's very patchy. You get pockets yeah. of really good water and some. So really, I was, I was really right. bad water. Like I was right in the fens in the marshlands where I used to live, so it's like pretty good. It's not bad as it goes. Don't um, have that problem here. <laughs> no, you, I know you don't. You got <laughs> all of our water is quite good. <laughs> got fucking best water in the world, I think. But um, well, there's a reason why countries all over the world buy it. <laughs> yeah, but um, crate loads, ship loads. But yeah, it was just there was something about the tap water. Just it made me feel ill, and I was just and for some reason I was like, it has to be Buxton. I was like, Buxton is the only water I know I will enjoy at this yeah. moment. I was just like, can you get me one of those big bottles? He was like, yeah. So he came back, 1.5 litres, top lab. Yeah. But, um, but I've been to uh, Purbright a couple of times, mm. which is just south of London. Or south... You don't want to do east, that. South... Uh, where? It's so, south, so, isn't it? Yeah, it's it's near London and it's south of it. It's <laughs> south of both of us. Yeah. <laughs> I've been there a couple of times, so air cadets for shooting competition in it oh. and uh, you know when with cadets you're in uniform so you've got to be clean shaven and all that and I made the mistake of trying to use the tap water to do that you know proper shave foam yeah. and all the nah. rest of it and the, with the lime scale and stuff in there it stung too fuck it's the most painful thing I mean, that's, that, that like, is really bad water down there though. yeah that, I've done, yeah. that's like the worst water I've ever experienced I thought yeah, I'm not going to drink it or brush my teeth with it or anything like mm. that, but I should be all right to use a bit to put the foam in that on my face yeah, without nah. any bother, and it was so as well though, you're on, As well, though, you're on a base, so it goes through all those weird filters. No, we, we weren't on the base. Oh, were you not on the base? No, oh. we were. Water yeah, on bases is fucking horrendous. Yeah, we had um, this... Where were we? What's it called? The, it's like a, one of the... Rifle Association places that's right next to I, it or something. I can't like think that. of the name, but I know who, where you're on about. I think I've been yeah. there as well. They, they've but, got um, loads of accommodation stuff and they yeah. have national tournaments there as well. The, the actual competition we were at is in Powerbright, oh. but we we had the our, our you know command officer and I had the very genius idea of well we could go stay in the base and have to deal with fire alarm, you know fire Dr- drills yeah. at five o'clock in the morning and. 6 a.m. getting up and all that sort of shit. Or Can't we be could, with that. Or we could just go here, just spend, you know, a wee bit extra because it's not MOD funded or whatever. Yeah. Just stay there, get up at a reasonable time and just make sure we're there for breakfast. That's all right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, um, Fuck yes, that's exactly what we want. <laughs> oh, if we were given a fair, vote, it would have been unanimous in favour of what we were doing. But bre- Breakfast on a base is always good. Yeah, no, the food is always pretty yeah. good. You, you know, uh, the, that's one of the things the army, for the most part, has, or the MOD has down pat, is people who have good food are happy mm. people. Yeah. If you have a shit meal, 
regardless of what you, time of day or how often it happens, if you have a shit meal, you mate, are unhappy. Do you know what? <laughs> I was thinking about it the other day because I, I, there was a thing I was at and I ran into someone who was in the cadets with. And it's like, we were talking about it. It's like, we gen- I genuinely miss the ration packs. <laughs> like, we were, t- we, were think- we were talking about, like, also the, the chicken um, pate that you got. Yeah. It's the only pate I like is the one out of ration packs. So it's like, the that's... only time I ever eat beans. It's like, you know, like the breakfast packs. Like oh, the yeah, meals, yeah, like yeah. The sausage and beans and stuff. It's the only beans oh, I, 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 I never... I, I see, ah, no, see, this is it. This is where my food poisoning story uh, ends is I... Because I, when I was... I think I just I think right as I left the cadets is when I started eating meat. I was a vegetarian until I was about fourteen or fifteen. Right. Yeah, so I'd never got to have any of those ration packs. So I, I missed the luxury of the breakfast one. Well, no, the veggie one is exactly the same. It just doesn't have the sausage in it. Yeah, it's just That's egg not, and beans. I, I have to point out, you know, the, the the sausage and beans wasn't the best one. No, but uh, you know what the best one was the chocolate. Fucking pudding, mate. <laughs> <laughs> that is the best one you got in a ration pack. That and uh, what? Why uh, was it one of the pastas or something? Although there was a few good ones. There's one with mate. like hash browns and stuff. Oh, the hash really. browns were immense. Yeah, the, those oh, were those were so good. And uh, what about um, oh, 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 the the curry ones they did. They did like the vegetable curries and stuff. They were always nice. I don't, I don't know if you remember because they, they changed the ration packs all the time. And at one point, you used to get Yorkies in them. Not for civvies. Yeah, yeah, not for <laughs> yeah, yeah. Those are right. But do you know what's funny the, about them as well is they're specially made for the ration packs. They oh, then they loaded up with them. more sugar. Yeah, yeah they're it's absolutely. Yeah. It was fucking joyous. <laughs> so it good. was you, joyous. Mate, you know, do you ever do you ever do the thing where because you, you you get the hot chocolate as well, the Cadbury's one, which had the the special pack so it had the powdered milk in it. Yeah, and then a little bit more sugar. You do that, you get it going in in in, in your little your little tin over a fire. You drop a bit of the Yorkie in it and melt it into it. Do you ever yeah. do that? Oh, uh, good times. Oh, it's all mate. good stuff. I got to look. Apparently, the, the apparently you can pick up like MOD ration packs like online. Oh yeah, you pretty can cheap. I might have to get some. I might see about finding the chocolate pudding. I, that was the best chocolate pudding I ever had. It's one of those things. See if you're going, you know, like on a trip in the car or something like that. It's handy to have something like that. Yeah, as, as an emergency, if you get stuck in the middle of fucking nowhere, yeah. you've got a load of shit there. Do you, you ever? Eat. Do you ever hear the story? I don't know if it, I don't know how much merit there was. Do you ever hear the tale of uh, the guy who's on on tour on duty in Afghanistan, and he had the sticky toffee pudding in one of his front pouches on his jacket, on his coat. And apparently it stopped a bullet or something. <laughs> Urban myth. Because it was yeah, so I didn't hard. Hear that. No, I but we... I wouldn't be surprised, <laughs> to be fair. They were impossible <laughs> to eat. You couldn't eat them. You have to boil them for fucking two hours before it was even vaguely chewable. <laughs> no, that's what you used as, like, your pretend grenades and shit. Yeah. <laughs> you used to just lob them. <laughs> we, we, we used to... We, that's what we used to, like... You know, you always bar soap in a sock. Um, right, it's that was very much more U.S. military thing, but like that was a thing. That's foot, with, full metal jacket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was that was for whatever is someone of my fucking squad, my fucking ugh, some twat. I'm not gonna name names, <laughs> but that that they for whatever reason they had a hard on for fucking weird punishments like that, and like that used fucking sticky toffee pudding twat you over the head. 
Fucking hell. It's enough to knock you out. Fucking <laughs> awful. I mean, have you ever been whacked across the back of the head with like a newspaper or something? No, you've been hit with a brick. It's like that. <laughs> <laughs> Tightly rolled up newspaper and that hurts like fuck. Oh. Yeah, but my, uh, my, the puddings my and stuff like that are really bad as well. Yeah. <laughs> the I chocolate one's really good though. Chocolate, yeah. chocolate, no, chocolate, I mean the, chocolate the, sponge the, pudding. Yeah, the, the sticky one. Oh yeah, that's no good. That. It's that not was, even good though. Yeah, it was absolutely fucking. Was awesome. there was there a strawberry sponge one? Am I imagining that? Mm, I don't I, remember. I, I, I don't know because I, I definitely I remember the chocolate. One. Everyone remembers the chocolate because chocolate one was yeah. a fucking. Oi, that's the one that used to cause fights. Mate, so, oh, can, I, I, I won know, the like, fight every time. No one yeah. ever got that off me. <laughs> it's it's one of those like, you know, you always get stuff in them that you can't. I don't really <sighs> like that. Can we trade? Yeah. You go, I want your chocolate pudding. You go, no. <laughs> yeah. You can have fucking everything else but that in exchange for one decent. There was, meal. <laughs> there was one. There was one time where we 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 were out on a training thing and we'd been given the ration packs and it was like sort them out when you get when you set up camp, right? And I grabbed like a sticky toffee. And I, I picked up what I thought was like a veggie. I don't know what it was. It was veggie pasta or something. It's just like, I can't remember off the top of my head. I don't know what it was. But I thought it was one of the veggie ones. I thought it was one of the veggie ones. And then uh, I have a closer look. I inspect it and I realise, ah, oh, it's not a veggie one. It's like it's like a chicken korma or something. I was like, ah, oh, shit. I go, I find who has what should be. They're like, oh, hey, Rome, I've got your... Uh, I got your your ration pack. I was like, oh, he's like, yeah. I was like, oh, here you go then. He goes, no, 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 no. I was like, what? He goes, I'll give you this for my one and your chocolate. I was like, <laughs> fucking what, mate? And he was like, yeah, don't worry, I'll hook you up. I'll give you some biscuits and stuff. And I'll give you, I'll give you a, a different pudding. We got, I got another one. I was like, nah, mate, not on. <laughs> I was like, I'm sure I can find someone who wants this, and I'll just have some rice. <laughs> he's like you what I was like I don't give a fuck mate I was like not happening you're not getting my chocolate pud it's 4,000 calories of deliciousness <laughs> it's enough to get you through the day oh so good <laughs> my cat has approached me he's hearing me talk about food <laughs> no but the thing is is this instant with the food poisoning I've decided to go veggie again <laughs> well, I say veggie I was never actual, a proper vegetarian I was pescatarian so it's like you basically, you still eat fish. Because yeah, I like, I like so, fish. There's all sorts of weird... There's many the, grades to it, but... It's yeah, they, they all have weird names, and it's very difficult to keep track of what... Yeah, but for yeah, I just, I'm veggie, but I still eat fish. So I've gone back to that. So I'm, I'm trying to adjust to it again, and today was very difficult, because Alex goes, I should go Mackey's for lunch. It's quick, we've only got 45 minutes. Because <laughs> let it be known that the the veggie spice bean burger at McDonald's is both vegetarian and vegan friendly. So there you go. It's the only thing, well, that and the chips and drinks, obviously Coke and whatever, respectable, respectfully, are the only things that Alex can eat from there because he's vegan. Um, yeah, right. But uh, it's like, he's a, he's a nice one though. He doesn't harp on about it. The, uh, the unusual, the rarest of kinds. He is, yeah. But it, the, the only annoying thing is when it, it's like, well, what are we going to do for lunch? There's four places you can eat. And we've eaten at all of them. So that's, it's a bit annoying. But um, that, that would drive me insane. I, I had I had the, the the veggie burger today. And it was like, and it, look, here's the thing. It's not bad. I've got nothing against it. 
Oh, my only problem was I wish I'd eaten it when it was hot. <laughs> I left it for a bit because we were walking and I was eating like my chips and getting through some other bits that I'd bought to eat. And I was talking, you know how I talk. Yeah, but, um, <laughs> yeah I do. Lots but, and lots and lots and But yeah, and, and I was, <laughs> so I, when I got to it, it was just a bit like, oh man, this this should be eaten straight away. And, oh, and then I went, why the fuck didn't I just get a filet of fish? I know where I stand with that. Like, I like the filet of fish. It's a good burger. It's nice. Plus, they never fucking sell them, so it's always made fresh. Ooh. Pro tips. Pro Mackie tips. Adam, I'll stop talking now. <laughs> it's an awkward place to leave it. <laughs> just just roll the credits here. <laughs> nah, 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 nah. Well, that's not a theme. <laughs> It's been so long since I've heard our theme. <laughs> <laughs> I've also realised I'm going to have to stitch together something from last week's episode because there's the really good story that we both, our near-death experience stories that we told that no one's yeah. heard. So we're, oh, yeah. So I'm going to have to try and, I'm just going to have to cut the episode together so it comes in when we're midway through a conversation and it will just be like a 20-minute thing. Sorry, listeners. Episode three is, it got damaged. <laughs> files got corrupted. It's Adam's fault. It's technology's fault. It's Adam's fault. It's technology's fault. It's Adam's fault. It's my technology's fault. <laughs> that I will concede. Ergo, it's Adam's fault. No, no. it's technology's <laughs> fault. Nah, it's, your, your PC royally fucked it. Yeah. But. Well, in a way that I had not foreseen possible, I... If I watch it record, I assume it's all recording. <laughs> I didn't realise half of it would go fucking walkies. You silly boy. Yeah. Well, it seems to have been fine so far. We're doing well. Better fucking wrap it up before it all goes tits up. <laughs> yeah, the, the only th- other thing I was going to mention is that while well, you were having a dreadful Saturday, I was having a good one. <laughs> oh, yeah, go on. Tell me about your Saturday. Sorry. <laughs> I, was, I was just about, that's my story, right? Let's fucking go, man. <laughs> that's how this podcast feels, Alfred. <laughs> i got to fucking crowbar myself into it. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, uh, me and Jen went to Murrayfield on Saturday, which is the home of Scottish rugby, and we watched Scotland play Samoa. Uh, ah. Rugby Union, for those who don't know. Um, I, I do not know. Well, there's two kinds. There's Rugby Union and Rugby League, and the only good kind is Union. I don't let anyone tell you different. I, I thought there was just rugby. No, there's two kinds. That's two different code of rules and stuff. Oh. Uh, rugby League has less contact stuff in it. They don't do rucks and stuff. It's weird. It's, it's not as cool. <laughs> Yeah, but rugby it, union was good. Uh, is it so less violent? Well, yeah, league is less violent, which is why it's bad. <laughs> less good. <laughs> but the, the genius of rugby is it's controlled violence. You know, it's, the, all the rules are there. It's very respectable. It's much better in virtually every way than football in that regard. You don't have players running about shouting at referees and anything like you know all of that kind of stuff. It's much. I just really much better. don't know. That's a much better sport all round for that. And I played rugby at school and stuff. Yeah. Of course he did. Yeah, my dad played rugby a lot. No, of course When he, he was did. younger. It's a good game. I played rugby once. Someone, I remember his name, I think it was Sam Barker. 
He's huge. He picked me up by the scruff of my shirt and the waistband of my shorts. <laughs> right? But he picked me up, spun me round, and threw me at the post. <laughs> I was like, mate, I wasn't even holding the ball. <laughs> yeah, that, don't think that was legal. <laughs> uh, A PE teacher did not do anything about this. <laughs> Probably didn't know the rules. I, I ended up wrapped around it. I was like, Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's one of those. It's a complex sport, but it's a good one. I, I enjoy it, and it's the first time I've actually been to a major sporting event. Oh, that's, that's cool, that, man. Yeah. I've never been. I don't think I'd ever go, to be honest. No, but it was a good. Yeah, it was a good one to go to. You know, Samoa is obviously Pacific Island. You know, with uh, Fiji and stuff like that, around that same kind of area. Uh, and they're all actually pretty good at rugby, those those nations. They're not they're not quite the best in the world or anything like that, but they're all pretty good at it. So it's, it's always good games when any time they play, you know, at the internationals and watching Scotland play them was good. Then the Scotland team's been doing quite well of, in recent times. Oh, they've, they've moved on a lot. A lot. Over the last few years, compared to where they were, you know, even f- six years ago, maybe even less than that, you know, they've moved on a lot and they've improved. Unlike the football team, which is perennially awful <laughs> forever and ever, <laughs> it seems, you know, so it's been it's been enjoyable. And to be in, you know, Murrayfield, which is one of the bigger stadiums, it's, I think the capacity is like 80,000 or something like that. It's in that kind of ballpark, and it was pretty much full, for which is a record attendance for a game against Samoa, and it was a good game, you know, very close, high scoring game. Who won? Scotland. Just oh, that's good. <laughs> that's, that's good. Yeah, we won. Yeah, oh, I need to double check the score so I get it right. <laughs> it's very, it's a very unusual experience, you know. Being there watching the game and not having commentary. <laughs> uh, so, you know, I suppose it would be weird. T- telling you all of the things that, you know, did you, who, did ha- you ever, who has did, the ball, the stats, and everything else. You, you don't get any of that, really. Did, did you ever think about just like putting some headphones in and just turning on the radio for it? Uh, we thought about it, but one of the things that's good is uh, they actually they sell the wee earphone thing that works with uh, Bluetooth in the stadium. Oh, that's and cool. It's actually so that you can listen to the referee. Ah. What happens in rugby is the referees are actually mic'd yeah, up as well. they're mic'd up, yeah. Because yeah. then they, it, it improves everything massively because then the referees, you can hear them explain decisions yeah. and what they're doing. So they go, penalty, that's offside. Advantage is being played or whatever. You know, or try, no try. You know, whatever they're doing, you can hear all of it. And you go, well, that's a brilliant thing when you're you know, watching also, also keeps them accountable. Yeah, it keeps them accountable. You can yeah. see what they're doing, and you can understand where. How often do you see, if you ever glance at the sport pages of newspapers or whatever, or websites? It's all about refereeing football fucks up, and no one can hear any explanation of anything. You know what he was doing. It just endless streams of people saying why they were think it's right or wrong for whatever reason. Whereas with this, when they're mic'd up, they fucking tell you <laughs> what they're doing. And then you can say, well, I think that was the wrong decision or whether it was the right decision. 
at least you've got something more concrete to go on as to what yeah. he's thinking about or any conversations they have with players about you know yellow cards or penalties that are given or whatever it's just it's very helpful that they're mic'd up and I thought I didn't realise that they had a way of putting that into the people in the stadium you have to buy the, the stupid thing it's like £7 yeah. or something like that but you can use it well, it's it, not too it, bad you can reuse it every time you go back you know to no, the field to no, use it so it's, right. not, yeah. it's not actually that bad in that sense you have to buy it but it's not mm. it's still very handy that it keeps you linked into everything that little bit more so that that was my replacement for uh, commentary. But That's cool, though. <laughs> it did have some problems at first where, you know, referees running about the field, so you got a lot of... <laughs> <laughs> to begin with. But I just adjusted, you know, volume settings and stuff and found the kind of the correct middle point where I didn't hear most of that but always heard them speak. <laughs> I, I, I'd you probably... I'd, I'd, I'd run it on um, visual cues. So I'd watch it. I'd turn... I'd have the... I'd, I'd have my volume down, and then as soon as I see him, he's about to speak, I'd turn it up. Yeah, that's the sort of thing you can do. Uh, I've yeah. got pictures of where we were seated. Yeah, you know, we're quite quite high. It wasn't expensive seats or the best seats that I got, <laughs> that's for sure. But Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah mate, at least you won. Yeah, Some experience. Down at one end in the corner, but we had a good view. It wasn't obstructed by anything or anything like that, so you could see the whole field. You know, and it was a nice high-scoring match. As I said, ah, yeah. I've looked up the scores to make sure I got it right. It's Scotland forty-four, Samoa thirty-eight. Oh, that is it, tight. Yeah, and I think it's yeah. five tries to four in Scotland's favour. Yeah. Fair yeah. play. Yeah, you know, so it's a pretty close game, and it was it was a very enjoyable game because there was lots of good, you know, running rugby scoring tries. As I said, that it wasn't so long ago that Scotland could do everything but score. <laughs> You know, they they would play really well and have a good defence and do everything, everything but actually put the ball over the fucking line and score a try. <laughs> you know, it was it was dire at one point, so they've came a long, long fucking way since then. Yeah. And while, you know, obviously it's not ideal that Samoa scored so many points in the opposite direction, but it was still fucking enjoyable to watch. Yeah, and there's two more games in the next two weeks to, to watch. It's New Zealand and Australia, two of the best teams. New Zealand being the best team and Australia being not that far away. <laughs> you know, so it's going to be... Gonna be <laughs> New Zealand great. being the best team and Australia being next door. Yeah. <laughs> I meant not that far away in terms of ranking, but also geographically. Yeah. Oh <laughs> they're, my they're all God. coming to Murrayfield, though, for... Yeah, that's the, the autumn tests. That's the three games Scotland playing. Samoa, New Zealand, and then Australia. Oh, that's but, cool, though. Yeah, that's... It's going to be good. I'm going to watch the next two on TV, though, instead of yeah. being in the stadium. But it was I a good suppose, Especially it's getting really cold as well. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. It wasn't too bad, but it is open. <laughs> it, it would have been quite cold. But it was actually quite a nice night on Saturday for it. You know, it wasn't raining or too windy and the sun was out. So although it was, the temperature wasn't that high, it wasn't fucking miserable. <laughs> Which it could it could easily have been, so we got quite lucky in that regard. Yeah, that's cool, man. I'm glad you enjoyed yourself. Yeah, we, we Which both did. Sounds like a fucking better weekend than mine. <laughs> Definitely. And one of my yeah. friends lives in Edinburgh, so we went and went to theirs after and that's some drinks right. and stuff. Ooh, yeah. a good, Mr. A good week. Mr. Yeah. Socialite. Oh, yeah. 
for for mm. once. Oh, like... I'm Adam. I go to <laughs> events and I have friends. Ooh. Um, Get there's the, one time. <laughs> this yeah. is usually the extent of my socialising. <laughs> oh, same. <laughs> yeah. It's almost why we almost we keep thinking about maybe doing it more often. <laughs> it's the only time we talk to other human beings. <laughs> more or less the time we talk to each other. Yeah, that's weird, really. Need to stop doing that. <laughs> yeah. Need to talk more. Ah, oh, do you want to do that? No, but the problem is, is if we start talking and you're going, oh, we should save this for the podcast. Yeah, well, it depends what we're talking about. <laughs> but normally we're always talking about stuff that would be good on a podcast. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah. I, I wonder if the listeners want to weigh on on this. Should we talk more outside of the podcast and drop <laughs> so that maybe some of the chat becomes more concise by the time we come to record it and it's not oh. so long? <laughs> or well, how, how do we leave they... it as it is? How can they tell us if they want to tell us? Yeah, well, segue. They, they can tell us on Twitter at RattleOnPod, or they can oh, email us yeah. RattleOnPod at gmail dot com. So far, zero emails. I'm loving well, it. Unless you count Google. <laughs> I do not. No, no emails from. No one Google. likes us, Adam. <laughs> yeah, we had Alex talk to us the first week. That's true. Facebook message. Jordan, uh, Jordan as well. Yeah. 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 That, that guy. <laughs> I keep forgetting about him. <laughs> he wanted updates on your cat while well, he's had oh, some of that yeah. this week. Mi- miniature cat update. Uh, one of them had explosive diarrhea everywhere. <sighs> That's Joel like you. <laughs> yeah. Was it sympathy? <laughs> no, I think was, I'm thinking it was food poisoning from bad chicken. <laughs> I think she was like, I'll tell you what, I'd go veggie if I could. <laughs> if I wouldn't literally die, I would go vegetarian. Yeah. Uh, That's what your cat was thinking after that. It's yeah. usually if it being vegetarian that causes those things when they eat grass or whatever other... Well, that's not strictly vegetarian, is no, you know, is it? Uh, that's just a cat eating grass. Well, they do that. They uh, being, do that being well, that, That's the thing that cats do. It's like a weird natural instinct. It's like a detox. They eat the grass because yeah. it makes them throw up. So uh, I don't know why they do it, but they just do it. It's the, there's a, there's like a couple of vitamins in it. The in minerals they don't get naturally through what they normally eat, that they yeah. get from eating some grass. And the trick is that usually they don't eat too much grass. They have a little bit. And that's tell me I need to start feeding my cats grass. No, they'll, they'll eat it themselves when they go outside. <laughs> they don't go outside. No, and if they did, I haven't got any grass. <laughs> well, it's something that they do. but uh, They probably find that it's sorted by the food that you actually give them. But it's something that they do have a natural inclination to do. So they'll eat a bit. And as you say, when they eat too much, it makes them throw up. It's very inconvenient. But that's why they do it naturally, is because when they're eating mice or sparrows or whatever, they don't get that from any other source, so they eat a bit of grass to get it. How? What? I know it's my fault that we've ended up on this, but it's a very weird. We've never gone off the rails like this. Are you sure? I think we. Have. I don't think we have. We probably took some big detours tonight. Yeah, that's that's the joy of the podcast. Well, the joy, I think the joy of the podcast is going to wear off at some point. We're nearly two hours and 20 minutes. 
I think we're going to call it here for this week. (laughs) 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 We've gave out the Twitter and email, so hopefully that they yep. recharge and they come back wanting more next week yeah <laughs> that's that's the plan anyway we'll we'll see you then listeners probably hopefully we love you bye